Yeah. Is that us? Is that us? That's by you. Depot's on vacation, by the way. Anybody know that? Depot's on vacation. Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 560 in Miami Dade and Broward or 560 on your cell phone. You can use the field as guests. For anyone else on the show, do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reacquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers got Speaking of that, what an interesting way to start the show this morning, because guess who was down here for a little while? Greg Reed was down here for a few minutes, and it made me think of that bit, which rhymes with uh, something in it. Now the overhead is, like, real funky and uh, kind of low. I don't know. Why Why did you potchkey around with it? Just because it was blasting the speakers off the wall. we got serious, serious problems. But hey, that's okay, because we're used to that. It goes on every day here. But anyway, I discovered this morning in about uh, 10 or 15 minutes of Greg Reed being in here going, pop, 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 like that. I discovered that uh, there is like the real world, and then there's the world according to Greg Reed. Seriously, our general manager, he's got like his own view and vision of how everything is. And I was expressing to him that it was very frustrating to all of us here the couple of weeks that we went through with the Super Bowl and the bums rush in that studio upstairs. And he, he got very defensive and said that there was no bums rush. It was the, the engineer's fault. The engineers promised him that that was supposed to be done, yada, 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 and, be, and this and that and the other. And about, uh, you know, we got two sports wires, and uh, he's actually working on going out and getting a direct uh, DSS upstairs. How <laughs> Why weren't they getting the DSS upstairs while they were finishing the studio? So that when the guys went in there, they had CNN, SI, and what, ESPN, whatever else they need to be watching up there. So maybe they might have had the uh, Tony Martin story yesterday. And by the way, thanks to the caller, one or two we had yesterday who called in on this show and gave us the story about Tony Martin being busted. And, of course, we know that he's innocent because he's got not only Roy Black, but it looks like Johnny Cochran is going to get involved in this because certainly the race card needs to be played again, don't you think? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you always can feel that somebody must be innocent when they need Roy Black and Johnny Cochran to come in, which I can't, you know, I'm not going to make any judgment one way or the other, but it looks uh, a little bizarre, don't it? Look a little bit bizarre? Uh-huh. Maybe you just got a bad circle of friends, Tony. But nevertheless, uh, we didn't have the newswire that gave us that information or gave the rest of the people the information. And if it wouldn't have been for the caller calling in here yesterday, we wouldn't have known about it until God only knows when. 
But see, there's this thing, the, the world according to Greg Reed. You write, I, I, never, I never realized it to this degree before in my life, is that you do things, and in your own mind, if you're of his bent, of his mental bent, you rationalize that what you're doing is right, and that everybody, is, is it a form of paranoia, perhaps? No. What is it? Like kind of a, like a mental disease? Yes. I mean, where you believe that everybody else in the world is wrong, all the people working around you, working with you, they're all wrong, and that you're doing it, it, it it's paranoia. It definitely is. It was an engineer's plot, it must have been, to make him look bad and to get Hank bent out of shape and to get me uh, psychotic and frustrated and to have us have the deal here on Friday with the equipment that didn't work the first hour. That was uh, beautiful. Wow. That was a lovely hour last Friday. But we don't want to dwell on that, do we? Uh-huh. I don't want to dwell on Greg Reed's uh, The World According to Greg. That would make an interesting show. By the way, Phil the Bugman is God. He's a great guy. I want to thank him profusely, even though he's not going to be alive very long. Boy, did he get fat. You know something? Everybody is getting fatter and fatter and fatter. Everybody I see is getting fatter. Phil the Bugman, who lost all that weight on the Atkins and just ballooned. I mean, man. He gained it back so fast, like like in a meal. You know what I'm saying? How can you lose like 30 or 40 pounds and gain it back in a meal? But he sure did. Boy, he ballooned back up. But anyway, they did a great job of pressure cleaning my wooden fence in my house yesterday. Eight years it's been gathering mildew and mold and crap. And you just sit there and you say to yourself, uh, you know, I guess I'm going to have to replace it when I sell a house. Huh? I never realized you could pressure clean that crap off a wooden fence. But you can and the difference is just staggering. Thank you, Phil the Bugman. You're the best. And try to stay alive, okay, pal? Try to stay the hell alive. Like when Boog Shambi came in here a couple of weeks ago. Remember that? Uh, it, it was it was almost I kept hearing out sounds again. Yeah, it was like uh, Josh Friedman almost uh, came waddling in there. He's just uh, gotten to be one chubby guy. Enormous. And like the last time we saw Defoe, and in fact, Defoe is not on vacation, and he's also not at the rehab. He's at the fat farm is where Defoe is. That would be a good story for us to spread, because that one might be believable. He's also ballooned up. I've known Defoe for years. He was never fat. He was always kind of like a wiry, uh, right? Always the same forever. And now all of a sudden, maybe because he's working over here, he's porked up like a monster, man. That young guy from uh, Power, I don't even know what his name is, that was in there. Remember you gave him my keys that day or whatever when I had the car washed from Power 96? With the, where, I don't know if he works there, but he had the T-shirt on, that blonde, uh, whatever he is. Yeah, you do, that big, that huge, fat kid. From Power? He had a Power 96 T-shirt on. I don't know I don't know who he is, but at any rate, he was fat. I'm just saying, everybody you see in here is fat, basically. It's a fat place. Now look at our friend Murray from uh, Wayne Arnold's Rest in Peace. He was real. He's dead. Your good friend that was uh, young and fat. He's dead. He's going around, man. We're killing ourselves. Which reminds me, one thirty today, I'm going to be leaving early. George can do a half hour today because I'm going back to uh, the Cleveland Clinic again to see Dr. Pascunyak. Probably because I'm fat. That's right. That's probably what this is. I went there last week. I changed my medication, and I'm feeling great Friday, even Friday. One day, remember, I came in Friday, felt better. This rash is going away very slowly, but it's going away. Sunday, I'm at home. I felt the best I felt in years. 
Then last night at the hockey game, the game may have had something to do with it. All of a sudden, I start getting these feelings like in my, you know, like I know that this other stuff isn't completely gone, but they're saying, well, it takes 7 to 30 days to get the antelope out of your system, yada, yada, yada. But now I'm feeling stuff I didn't even have before. Some of the stuff is coming back, plus I got like pains in the neck. You know what I'm talking about? You're following the kind of pain I'm talking about, like, like sore gland. Not swollen so much, but like sore to the touch. Well, stop touching it. Well, I don't want to stop touching it because, seriously, how do you know it hurts if you don't touch it? Right? And like other things, how do you know it feels good if you don't touch it? And it's the same thing with pain. How do you know that it, it, it's bothering you if you don't touch it and keep touching it and touching it some more? Because that's your way of determining how bad it hurts. So I'm touching it and the neck too. So I'm going back again. and uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll just go to a different doctor every day. Maybe I'll just do that the rest of my life, which kills some time from eating anyway. Come to find out, by the way, that the Broward County wasn't good enough that they tried to close down the cruise ships, the uh, casino, the floating casinos. That wasn't good enough for them. What are they spending all their time on now? Closing down the swing clubs. That's right. What was the one you were telling me about before? The name of the swingers club, George, is on the phone. He's not paying any attention. What was the one that Joe and you were telling me about before? He's, like, still not paying any attention. Okay, so it's eight minutes after ten. We'll talk about it as soon as he gets off the phone with whoever that important person is on the phone. America loves to watch boobs and butts and boinking. Tonight on A&E, Biography salutes Black History Month. Hello, I'm Jack Perkins. Join me for a look at the legacy of African Americans who contributed to the black culture of today. Nantan Morlet, Moms Mabley, Slappy White, Eddie Anderson, Roscoe Lee Brown, Chelsea Brown, Rodney Allen Ridley, Eugene Robinson, Tim Moore, Blowfly, Shirley Hemphill, Dothed Cotto, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, Melba Moore, Melba Toast, Lawanda Page, Fambo, Jackie Mopuckle, Farina, Buckwheat, Stephen Badgett, Urkel, Ernestine Wade, Godfrey Cambridge, Whitman Mayo, Butterfly McQueen, Johnny Brown, Big Mate Markham, Willie Tyler, Dan Lester. All this month on A&E. What about Henry Lyons? Do he not be on that list? No. Almost $5 million passed through a secret bank account opened by National Baptist Convention USA President Henry Lyons. An investigator testified Monday in Lyons' racketeering trial in Largo. You know about that. Another good uh, preacher, baby. Another good dark-complected preacher in this case, which every dark-complected male in America should be either a preacher or a basketball player, I guess. But nevertheless, just uh, swindled all kinds of millions and millions and millions of dollars, and uh, that's just the way it goes, I guess. That's just the American effing way. So anyway, what was the uh, swing club that they uh, closed down, the latest one that you and Joe were telling me about? Trapeze. Trapeze. Because remember, a couple of weeks ago, we had a fax from somebody, and for some reason, they kept that story very, very quiet. Maybe they were too embarrassed. Maybe the swing police were too embarrassed over the fact that uh, that story actually took place, and they don't want the public to realize that this is how your tax dollars are being spent. Not only not only raiding cruise ships with dubious reasons for seizing all of their slot machines and gambling materials, and then uh, shot-faced having to bring them all back again because the judge says, uh, you're way out of line, totally done uh, incorrectly. And maybe they, maybe they were like three miles out, maybe it was 2.8, maybe it was 3.1. We really don't know because the little whirly bird thing we got at Kmart at uh, Radio Shack wasn't too accurate. This is, this is what goes on. It's, a, it's another cottage industry in America. 
You know, Dave Zeplowitz, you know, a cigar Dave who's a real uh, clown. He's an asshole. He's a real piece of work. Just ask our friends down to Nick. They'll tell you all about him. They'll say, he's an asshole. But nevertheless, he had one term that he always used. In fact, now that they're trying to crack down not only on cigarette smokers but on cigar smokers too, I guess that term fits in real uh, nicely with what he does, with what he's trying to peddle. The pleasure police. That's a term he uses. Man, nothing could be more appropriate than the term the pleasure police than this country and especially this town. And maybe especially Broward County. What is that all about? I guess they they can they know that the overwhelming majority of people who vote in Broward are over the age of 100. Oy. They're old farts. And so all of their psychological games that they play in law enforcement in Broward are geared toward that mentality. They pander to the old farts. Hey, we're cleaning up all of this perversion and all of this. So first of all, when you've got a private club... I don't understand, based on what maybe somebody with greater legal expertise than I have can explain to me what legal justification they have going in and busting a private club. No matter what's going on in there, if you're talking about consenting adults, if they had little kids in there, if they were having you know, sex with kids or something, or if they were dragging people in off the street and raping people, then, of course, we could understand if you got an IQ larger than your thumbnail. There were cops that were busted as members of the club. Really? Yes. Cops that were members of the club were busted. Oh, my God. How do you like that? So at least they're not singling them out for a special uh, dispensation, at least not yet. See, when is this country ever going to grow up? I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's like this whole thing with Monica Gate, with Penis Gate. You know, during these last uh, couple of days, every time I turn it on for a couple of minutes, which you can't avoid it, and I turn it off as fast as I can, but when the stuff comes on the screen, and, they're, and like the other day when they were Charles Ruff was using the clips, and they're showing Bubba again testifying in front of the grand jury. And I'm, I'm, I'm outraged. Whether you like Clinton or not, I'm outraged that here is the president of the United States, and he's sitting there in front of a grand jury at, being asked questions about sexual peccadilloes. I'm sorry, folks, but, but rational, intelligent adult people, people who have a maturity level greater than kindergarten, don't do these things. They don't bring somebody in like it's a grand inquisition and start asking all kinds of, well, uh, did, did uh, you do this and did you touch there and uh, was the cigar in her vagina and what brand was it and was it moist, was it dry, did you diddle it against their rectum, et cetera, and so on. And basically, I mean, uh, you know, even though he said I'm not going to answer any of those questions, they wanted to know. Inquiring minds, inquiring perverts like Ken Starr, they wanted to know. And, and when and when you scrape away all the veneer of this, all the indignation, even on the part of the supporters, you do understand. There isn't one single Democrat, there's not one single supporter of this president in Congress or in any elected or appointed office who's got the balls to say, well, he's screwed around, they try to cover it up, that goes on all the time, it's nobody's goddamn business. Now let's deal with something important that might be somebody's business. That's what they should be saying. Oh, well, no, we have to have a censor resolution because we are just outraged. Paul Wellstone, the great liberal senator Paul Wellstone, oh, well, you know, this is so absolutely outrageous and degrading and despicable and disgusting. Come up with any pejorative uh, term, any uh, negative adjective you can. He's a scumbag, but the bottom line is it didn't rise to the level of, you know, high crimes, in the, which, of course, we know that. Any idiot knows that. What is what is the problem with these people in this country? Is, is it the Puritans? Is that what it is? It's still this British crap that hangs over our heads? That's the American fucking way. That's right. 
consenting adults who want to go into a place and to diddle around. Well, that, that's their business. They pay a, a, whatever they pay to join that club. It's not prostitution, which unfortunately is still illegal in most of this country, which is pathetic, which is why the Eugene Robinsons of the world are out there cruising Biscayne Boulevard, getting on the front page of the newspaper. Because for whatever we ain't getting at home, it was looking for something else out there in the street. And, of course, they have to be out there, too. And, and then, I, then I read a letter to the editor, and uh, this is just astonishing. Here we are 23 years after I came here, okay? In fact, March 1st, it'll be 23 years to the day. Not that anybody cares, but that'll be the day. When I first came here, they were that was the big deal. They were running all of these big entrapment uh, deals on the boulevard in the same places where they do it now. And all the businessmen, oh, they're putting us out of business and they're destroying the neighborhood. And guess what? It's 23 years later. The area is still a toilet. There still are hookers out there. They're still picking up all kinds of Johns out there, including Eugene Robinson and a lot of other anonymous guys. And it goes on. Because that's the human effing way. Guys want to get laid. Oh, my God, how can you say that? What a disgusting thing to say, even if it's true. So there has to be this veneer. It's kind of like that Greg Reed thing, I guess, if you're in denial all the time. You live in, on, on some kind of a different mental plane. Maybe he lives like on an American airline plane since a lot of them are in strike these days. They're not working too good. On a different level, uh, very far apart from reality. And, and that's the way the American media works. Every, everything that's said is done for public consumption. Oh, well, I'm totally outraged and it was indefensible and yada, yada. Well, you know, I'm not outraged. Maybe I'm the only person in America. Maybe I'm so perverted that I'm the only person in America who's not outraged over the fact that the president was getting uh, blowjobs from some bimbo up there who went there specifically for that purpose with her presidential knee pads. And you'll notice all the discussion about her also continues to have to be the same. Continues to have to be how... How sorry we feel for her and about, you know, after after they interrogated her for the eight millionth time, the house managers, well, she was very impressive and very articulate and we were very impressed by her. Yeah, and you know what? She still didn't tell you a goddamn thing. She's a bimbo. I mean, it's not just my opinion. It's right there on the Linda Tripp tapes. It's right there from her own words. She diddled around when she was 17 years old with a married guy, messed up his marriage. She told her friend she was going to Washington with her presidential knee pads. She was wearing, like, uh, you know, provocative uh, garments to try to get the president's attention, and boy, did she ever. Squirt, squirt. There you go. Garments. <laughs> what an old word that is, huh? Showing your age now, fatso. That's right. She was dressing like a slut. How's that? And it worked. But, oh, we, ha we have to say all of these ridiculous, idiotic things, and that's why it's so ponderous. It just wears you down. We have to continue repeating all of these things over and over and over again, even though everybody knows in some part of their mind, if they have any brain at all, that it's all a bunch of crap. Nobody really believes that all of these uh, senators and congressmen are that outraged. The problem is he got caught. He got caught because people were looking to nail him with anything they could nail him with, and he got caught with this. And then, like anybody other, other rational person would, they covered it up. They lied about it. They did everything in their power to prevent from this humiliation and embarrassment. And that, that's what it's all about. But the, the, the busting of swing clubs in Broward is exactly the same as the witch hunts about penis gate. It's, it's all the same thing. It's all part of the same crap. So I like the attitudes about marijuana. In fact, oh, where's that the fact? Did you see this fax? 
marijuana and brain cyst cited in Swiss Guard killings. The Swiss Guard, and I do mean Swiss, that killed the husband and wife. Now the deal is that, uh, oh yeah, he was a marijuana smoker and couldn't rule out, they couldn't rule out that he was a chronic drug user, although they just made, they threw that in. And they also disclosed his autopsy revealed a cyst the size of a pigeon's egg in his brain. Now, why would you say the size of a pigeon's egg, first of all, huh? Have you ever seen a pigeon's egg? No. No. Do, do, do I know the size of a pigeon's egg? No. I mean, even in the Vatican. Although I guess they do have. What, what kind of bird? Aren't those doves that they have flying around there all uh-huh. the time, making peace and dropping their <laughs> droppings, et cetera? But he had, he had a cyst in his brain the size of a pigeon egg. But nevertheless, he smoked marijuana. Therefore, and of course, that isn't coming from this country, but it's the Vatican, which is even more to the right, more repressive than here. Because that's the only way they can peddle their bullcrap. Everything is evil, especially the wicked weed. I mean, these are just things that are not acceptable to to rational, sane people. And yet everybody's got a posture. They've got to put on this front about all of these things. That's right, and say all this bullcrap that they know they don't mean. If I had a dollar for every hypocrite in this country, I could retire. I could walk out of here right now and tell Greg Reed to stuff this place in his rectum. Believe you me, I would. I would. Get out of your la-la land and come into the real world, okay? Oh, yeah, we didn't uh, have the bums rush on that. The engineers promised me, and, uh, and uh, yeah, we're, we are going to get a DSS if I have to go out there and get one myself. So, well, what does that mean? You know, we're sitting here. The only reason for 13 months now we have any contact to the outside world is because what's the name of the joint that gave us the satellite dish? Digital World Satellite. Digital World Satellite gave us a satellite dish, installed it for free, and Jeff Cohen brought us a TV set and a VCR the very first day we came in the studio. Otherwise, we'd still be here talking about it. That's the only contact we got with the outside world. I'm at the hockey game last night. Here's a great story for you. I'm at the hockey game last night. In between periods, a young guy, kind of like, uh, you know, kind of a young disheveled guy, comes up to me with his wife and says, I'm a... Uh, Bo Beasley. I don't, I don't, I'm just making up the ball. I don't know what his first name was. My father is uh, so-and-so Beasley, one of the owners of uh, QAM. And I sat there and I kind of looked at him like, what do I say, you know? Oh, Henry, the sales guy, that uh, jerk Henry from uh, IOD, he was over there last night. He's the one that smacked Jeff High. Henry's the one that smacked Jeff High? All right, let's hear it for Henry. Oh! Oh, I always like that, Henry, even though he's kind of a goofball. <laughs> he smacked him on the side of his head, huh? Oh, he was telling me some Jeff High stories there last night. Boy, do we do we make good hires in this place or what, huh? No. Do we know how to find them? And by the way, speaking of making good hires, the thing didn't show up. And the water Nazi's very upset. See, now I'm the blame for that, too, because I made some comment on the air. So he didn't show up for his first day on a job yesterday. He must have heard me say that we're hiring All of these things. off the street, and he's one of them. I mean, how could anybody hire that creature? I mean, he just... He makes a presentation that is just so unbelievable, so bizarre, so peculiar. And now the water Nazi is very upset with Neil because, uh, well, you know, and then upset with the guys. See, everything around here is supposed to be a secret. They can do their little games clandestinely. So anyway, this, this guy comes up to me. He's like uh, Bo Diddley uh, Beasley or whatever his name is. Well, isn't their name? Their names are Jim Bob and Bo and stuff like that, you know. They're like old country boys. And I kind of looked at him like, oh, you know, no, well, that's what I thought. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. And he said, oh, well, I've been a fan of you. It was a very strained conversation. Like, he didn't know what to say to me, and I sure had nothing to say to him. And, like, uh, well, I've been a fan of yours. For, and I, I guess I guess you're good for our radio station, which I thought was kind of a bizarre statement. I mean, what, what does that mean? You know, like, uh, yeah, 
I guess you're good, even though you think our dad is uh, and the whole family are a bunch of cheap bastards. Yes, they are a bunch of cheap yes. pricks. Yes, they are, Bo Diddley. Cheaper than I've never seen anybody so cheap in my life. They they won't spend a dime for anything. And then Greg Reed, like I told you, 45 minutes ago, stands here, and I'm trying to explain to him that, uh, you know, the frustration we've all had the last two weeks working with this scotch tape and mirrors trying to, like, uh, make all these things happen. And, oh, no, and he, he keeps scratching that hole in his head and shaking his uh, head like, no, 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 I, they told me this, and bada-beep, bada and uh, we're, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to go right out and get that DSS. Do we believe him? No. No. We'll believe it when we see it. Cheap. I mean, how much does it cost for a direct TV for a DSS dish with installation, like two hundred bucks or less, isn't it? With installation, which they don't have to install it. We get the engineers to do it, even though they might lie about it. We'll get them to do it, huh? Oh my God, Greg, you're you're so cheap. I'm embarrassed. I want to cry from you. That's how cheap you are, and how much in denial you are. You're like the American public. You're in total denial of reality. But somewhere in the back of where I was going to say in the back of your brain, somewhere in that, that hole there, that spot that you keep scratching, somewhere there's got to be an understanding, a realization, an admission that you're really just not fooling anybody, okay? We're on to you, okay? Do you understand? No. WQM. So getting back to last night, we got uh, good news and bad news. The great news is Pavel Bury, like I told you, will be signed. I told you they'd get him locked up for five years and an option for a sixth. They got the Russian rocket. They got him signed up. And that's great news because he is spectacular and he gives the added dimension of actually having some offense on this team. Although we did score four goals last night, but nevertheless, it wasn't enough. Because guess what? There are two ways to play a hockey game, offense and defense. Did they play any defense last night? No. No, the worst. We had a, a paltry crowd there last night, I would say. I, I'm wondering what they're putting in here as the attendance, as the uh, official attendance. Let me take a peek first. Let's see. One moment, please. And, of course, if it's in the Herald, you know it must be a uh, suspect. Let's see. Attendance, 17,087. That's tickets sold, including the season ticket holders. I would say we had about 13,000, 14,000 there last night. And I would say offhand was probably the worst crowd we've had of the year. Pretty uh, Well, you know, first of all, Burray wasn't playing, and number two, a Grant Fuhr wasn't playing for St. Louis, and St. Louis and most of the Western Conference teams aren't much of a draw anyway here because the attendance at all sporting events here is gauged in very large part by who you're playing. 
which I've never been able to understand that. I mean, in some cases you can understand, depending on the situation, but most everyday or average games, like on a Monday night like last night, uh, you know, if you're a fan, you go to the game, right, like we did? No. They're playing St. Louis, you don't want to go. And it turned out to be a very entertaining and very exciting game, unfortunately, with the Panthers playing no defense. None. Zero. Not bad defense. No defense. In my life, I have never seen a hockey game where there were so many breakaways and two-on-ones and three-on-twos, but just solo breakaways. Guys just, I mean, Pavel Dimitri, the wrong Pavel was in a building last night, by the way. This guy for St. Louis is unbelievable. Him and that frog, Pierre Turgeon, over and over again. They're coming in there alone. Terry Yake, an old leaf reject. He's in there. I mean, just unbelievable. It's like the defense missed the bus over to the arena last night. And again, you listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. Oh, well, you know, Sean Burke let in one or two pretty greasy goals. I'm going to tell you again, as he's done so many times, like in the Leaf game last week, if it weren't for all the great saves he made in the first two periods, they never would have been in the game in the first place. The Panthers were so outplayed by St. Louis in the first two periods of that game, it should have been about 8-1 to one or 8-2. to two. And yes, I did see Peter Worrell score a goal. Peter Worrell scored a goal. Oh, what a shot. Oh. He knew what he was doing, a sniper. Oh. And does that make a case for Peter Worrell? No. In fact, it's a pretty sad commentary, you know. you got Pavel Bury and Dino are out injured, and the organization is so thin that the two guys they bring in to replace them are Peter Worrell, who got into the obligatory fight with Tony Twist, which amounted to nothing which we knew was going to happen the minute they were both on the ice, totally c- contrived. But nevertheless, so Peter Worrell and Chris Wells, reaching back into the minors to bring back the rejects again, Chris Wells who got one stupid penalty, and then at the very end of the game, after they pulled the goalie out, we got two key face-offs in a row in the St. Louis end, and we got the great Robbie Niedermeyer, who's so good at winning the face-offs. Who does Terry Murray put out there on a face-off? Chris Wells, not once, but twice in a row. Does he win one face-off? No. No, both times St. Louis get to win the face-off, shoot it out and down the ice. What is Terry Murray thinking about? Does anybody... No. This man is a coach? No. No. So, again, Pavel Bury is signed, and get healthy soon, Pavel, because they need him badly. But, uh, you know, something even with him, without any defense like last night, how the hell is this team going to win any games? That was a, that was an exhibition of ineptitude, the likes of which is, And I'm going to tell you, this Sissy Spacek kid, number eight, you know, Sissy Spacek, I call him, he is not ready for prime time and never will be. What are they thinking about with this kid? He is, from a, from a defensive standpoint, he is a disaster not waiting to happen. He is a disaster in progress at any given moment. Unmitigated disaster. Sissy Spacek. Not that any of the other defensemen played any better last night, but he at least is consistently bad. So they lost the game, but, uh, you know, they had a 3-1 lead early. Things looked really promising, and then, like that. But, hey, nobody cares, do they, really? When you no, come out of it, they no. don't care. Anybody have a heart or a liver? New from Purple Plastics, it's the talking inflatable Barney. Just put the batteries in and inflate. (laughs) Okay, kids, now go get Mommy and tell her to grab the inflation tube between my legs and blow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it, Mommy. Oh, yeah. That's it, Mommy. Well, Bobby, guess we'll have to start all over again. Talking inflatable Barney, available now. Let's get the purple dinosaur police on that one, baby. That that thing with the swing clubs, that just, uh, it doesn't surprise me because it's been going on in this town, especially in Broward for years, but it's just so depressing. 
because we don't seem to be making any progress. They still are of this one-minded, uh, this dimen- uh, non-dimensional uh, lifestyle of theirs, where everybody, uh, no matter what they want to do, it's evil and wrong, and they have to be uh, busted. Pandering to this puritanical uh, crap. If you want to be a Puritan, if you want to be monogamous, if you want to be a eunuch, if you want to be a monk, although those monks yesterday weren't doing too good in Texas, but nevertheless, I mean, that's up to you. But the the concept that 260 million people are all going to live according to uh, some Neanderthal mentality ain't going to happen. It just isn't going to happen. That's not the way most pe- or a lot of people want to live. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uh, Neil God. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple things. Uh, first, are you going up to Toronto to watch him close the building Saturday? No. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, my team, the Hawks, which uh, suck. Uh, anyway, uh, also, did you know that uh, 2020, the day that you were talking about the PC stuff, about uh, words, they yeah. did a 15 minutes on that. The same day, they must have been listening to you. Probably. And uh, other than that, I just uh, expressed my opinion on the bullcrap in Washington, and I'm out. Of material. Okay, thank you so much. For what I'm not sure, but thank you for... Uh, and that's uh, one other call on the board, and that's it today. Well, I'm not feeling all that great to begin with, so, yeah, we'll just... Uh, we got some really good music here. What do you got? Like I said, you can blame George for it, okay? Or you can do, like, three hours today. I really don't care. I, I want to I wanna get over with this crap, whatever it is that I got. In fact, I'm going to stay there at that clinic today until they kick me out. I'm just going to stay there and say, I want a definitive answer. I want a diagnosis. I want every exam that's done. I don't want to walk around feeling like this the rest of my life. And then these generalities, well, you know, it takes 7 to 30 days to get a drug out of your system. That that doesn't tell me anything. That tells me absolutely nothing. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's our final call of the day on a short day. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Yes, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, what exactly, uh, did they sign Burray for? What did they uh, sign him for? Financially. You mean yes. how much money did they sign him for? Yes. The story says $47.5 million for five years, and then there's other incentives in it for how many goals they score in the playoffs, et cetera, and so on. Okay, now, if he's going to invest that, if I think he's going to do this money for, uh, Burray, do you think... You better start doing it for other uh, parts of the uh, team, for such as the Feds. How about, like, adding a Chelios? No. Who's available? No. No? Why no. not? No, because they're not. Bill Torrey's already crying. He's already, uh, the, all his interviews, he's, uh, we're going to have to reexamine our financial situation now, and uh, I'm not used to doing this. Of course they're not going to do that. Listen, if they're not even going to fix the goal light so that the people can see when a goal comes on, which I've already accepted the fact they don't care and they're not going to do that, what makes you think they're going to spend any more money? I got three. I got three letters for uh, Heisinger. TQM. Yeah. Yeah. He he needs to do something because. Okay. Thank you. Okay. There's another one of our great hockey fans. Like I said, they have, they haven't even fixed the goal light so that you can see it. And this baloney, by the way, that they told one of our people, well, you know, if we make it any bigger, it'll block the people sit behind it. Nobody sits behind it. It's in front of stairs, on both ends. How could the goal jet sit there if he was sitting in front of people? There are no people sitting behind a goal light in the hockey arena. I never even thought of that when a guy called the other day. I looked at it last night. I'm thinking, what What a bogus reason that is. They, they, here we are. It's like 51 games into the season. They still haven't fixed it. And, yes, I am talking about it again because I'm, I'm in a state of disbelief. 
that an operation that entails so many hundreds of millions of dollars between the building of the arena and the payroll and all the people, uh, all the tangential people involved with the organization and all the money people invested in that bogus Panther stock. I just can't believe that they're either that stupid. I mean, the quality of the ice, I give up. I saw Chris Pronger fall on his ass all by himself there last night and three or four other guys falling down on a bad ice. But, hey, yeah, listen, you know, the people from Dallas are coming down here to see how you make great ice. So what do I know? It sucks. But they don't care about that. But the idea that you can't see a, the red light come on from almost no matter where you're sitting, only in this town, only here. Would Neil Rogers be the only person making noise about that? I mean, it's it's so stupid that it's it's, it's pathetic, it's idiotic. We got forty eight million dollars to spend for a great hockey player, but we don't have fifty bucks to spend for a bigger light bulb down there or whatever it would take. There, it's like the Greg Reed way again. It's like the Greg Reed effing way. Oh well, they don't appreciate. It. Hank doesn't appreciate that beautiful state of the art studio I got upstairs that I built for those guys. Oh, my God, with the same crappy equipment they had over in the, in the other joint. Don't forget the shiny new microphones. No, but the shiny new microphones, right. State-of-the-art, my ass. I like they just, uh, the engineer just had a place, the, the module in George's boards, the one I crapped out today. Mine was last Friday. George's was today. The new one blew up also. Because, with that. Oh, great. So because we have Tinker Toy stuff here. We have stuff that even uh, Edison would be laughing at. So he's in a state of delusion. He just deludes himself into believing that, uh, you know, they spare no expense to provide us the very best, which they don't. And it's the same with the people over there in that arena, whoever's running that place. You're a joke. You're, you're a laughing stock. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Listen, I saw the greatest thing on the back of a car. I was wondering if you or one of your listeners know where I can get it. Uh, you know the Jesus fish? Yeah. Well, I saw a Jesus fish being eaten by a truth fish. On the back of someone's van. If someone out there or you know where I can get that, I just need to get one for the back of my truck. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we'll find out from the truth police. They'll be calling any minute. Two open lines in Broward, all three in Dade. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil, did you uh, hear exactly what they busted, uh, what they said they busted the people at Trapeze for? No. Rick Slopchess had it on Channel 7 last night talking to the, uh, the sheriff or whoever it was, something for conducting lewdness, which was defined as obscene. Yeah. The scary part about that is that you, how about me and the wife decide we want to have a couple over to the house, uh-huh. uh, you know, hey, can they come in my house? Evidently. And, and say the same thing. And it was about uh, uh, anonymous anonymous tips had, had caused that whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, let me say it again. It's a private club. There are no minors there. There well, is nobody I, there except people who are voluntarily there. And whatever they do in there is their business. Oh, I know my They're mom. not counterfeiting money in there. Oh, They're my, not manufacturing my, some bootleg illegal product in there. They're diddling each other. And if that's what they want to do, like you said, if they come over to each other's house, what difference does it make? Well, my, Why should that bother anybody? My and my wife's membership, I ran out in December. Yeah. We were, we were members uh, the first trap. Well, you're lucky. It. You'd be calling me from uh, the inside now. You'd be making your call of the day. Huh. Oh yeah, but uh, and there's there's some other people around in in Broward County that have have house parties, right? With backyards, with big back fences. And, oh, you can't do that. Oh, uh, it's a, you know it's a it's a bunch. Unless of, you're unless you're just grilling weenies. I mean, I don't think they those weenies they're worried about yet, but uh, they're the other kind. They're they're psychotic. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of educated people who, like you said, aren't bothering anybody. There was a I was listening to the Rick and Spud show earlier before you came oh, on. I'm sorry. And, yeah. Well, man, some some guy came on and uh, uh, and was was bitching about how. Um, 
the Democrats, the Democrats and big government trying to take over and make you do this and this and this. And, 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 the you know, Democrats force, are doing that? Yeah, and force government into your life. And, and the show went off before I could get on. And I wanted to say it's not the Democrats, it's the Republicans that want big government to stick government in your yeah, life. The Republicans are the ones who are in bed with the pleasure police yeah, and everybody else they can get in bed with. And tell you what you can and can't do and who yeah. you can be and what you can be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to call and say hi and let you know exactly that, that they're, that, you know, the law, any law, I, I can't understand how in a free country like ours. It's not bill, a free country. What do you mean no. a free? Oh. Why do you say it's a free country? Where did oh, you come okay. up with that crap? Okay. It's not a free country. Supposedly. Supposedly, it's, a, it's another one of those things that people say, okay, it's a nice-sounding cliché. This is not a free country. Well, I know, but constitutionally, the Bill of Rights don't say anything you about Forget about the Constitution. Together. The Constitution is not, the laws that are carried out today in the various states have got nothing to do with the Constitution. We have no freedom in this country, very limited freedoms. Oh, I know. We I can agree. do whatever they want to the extent that they'll allow us, and then after that, uh, screw it. I agree. Have a great day. Yeah, it's a free country, right. That's uh, <laughs> good material. What time does his show start? We have an open line in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 in Pound 560 on the mobile one line. It's the pleasure police, baby. The weenie, the wee-wee police. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello. How you doing? Okay, sir. Good. Well, one of the things is you got, you're got not getting calls because you've got problems with lines up here. You know that, right? Phone lines up here. You can't dial in on mobiles direct. Uh, they send you to some other number. So just so you're what aware you of that. What do you mean by that? Well, when you dial pound, pound 560, yeah. it says 467 so on is out of order, and that's the end of that. So you're not going to get any mobile calls from anywhere in AT&T. So that would uh, certainly deplete your audience slightly. Oh. <laughs> and when I when I told the guy on the phone, he said, you think management cares? We know no, about they, it. They don't care. No, Greg Reed does not care, okay? He is not interested. Like like the time he told my lawyer the, a few months ago, well, what can we do to make Neil happier? What can we provide for him? And we, you know, we suggested, how about an 800 number, you know, a toll-free number, so the people listening on the West Coast can call us, uh, you know, or the people on the audio net can call in toll-free. And, of course, as soon as you suggest anything to them that might cost money, it's like, oh, forget it. Well, how about just fixing the phone lines you got? No, they, that could cost them money, too, I guess. No. They won't do that. They don't That's care. Anyway. They don't care. One of the things, I just want to touch one thing by, you know, the guy I'm disappointed with most on the Panthers this year is Fela. He's playing terrible. Awful. Awful. I mean, he was an all-star two years ago. Yeah, not anymore. He's terrible. Clueless. I don't know what we're going to do. And I'll tell you, even though he scored a goal last night, Victor Kozla, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid he's being shown this year to be exactly what San Jose felt he was when they got rid of him. You know, right. a lot of talent there, potential, a lot of uh, skating ability, like round and round, but he, he doesn't make anything happen most of the time, and for a guy that's six foot six, like many of those big Russian guys, not physical at all, I mean, not in the least bit, so no matter how big he is, he doesn't use it to his advantage. That's right, and last of all, I want to ask you this question, why in the world are they debating this thing in Washington in secrecy when everything else has been out in the public? You know something? I'm glad that they're doing it secretly. You want to know why? Because they said that by doing it this way, instead of each senator getting up there and using the full 15 minutes and posturing to the public watching on television, that they're going to have a hell of a lot less to say. They're going to move it right along. And by Thursday, it looks like we'll finally get the uh, final vote and get this damn thing over with. That's a good point. Because what, what are they going to say that we haven't heard 50 million times already? What that's, are they going to say? That's true. No cameras. Maybe they'll Get it over with. Up. Right. Good point. Thank okay, you. Have a great day. I mean, that line by Chris Dodd yesterday was so perfect. Well, what is it that you want to hear today? I want to hear we yield back the balance of our time from both sides, and let's get this over. Nice going, Chris. Chris Dodd, who looks just like Jerry Williams, by the way. Ever notice how a lot of those New England people, they all look the same? You never knew Jerry Williams, right? He looks just like Chris Dodd, only a lot older, and like an older version, much older. 
two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Yeah, it's working fine, Neil. I'm talking to you. Okay. Uh, well, he was talking in Palm Beach, I guess. Oh, really? Um, you play these little bits and these little cards, like the lady that says it's the American, you know. Yeah. And everybody knows. That's she... the American fucking way. Yeah. See that? Now, everybody in the nation knows what she's saying. Yeah. So why do you have to believe it? Cause, because it's not a free country, because the FCC will not allow us to play it unexpurgated. We have to put the bleep in there because we're a bunch of overgrown children. Right. As if, as if children might be listening and never heard that word in the schoolyard before. Right. Well, I, I, I saw the George Carlin bit a few nights ago, and, and he, he did the seven words. Yeah. And now, the, and now you're using some of those words, even. Like and the kitty cat. And yeah, like, like, but not in the not in that sense. We're not though. Uh huh. You have to play. You have to play games. You have to find a circuitous way around so they can try to do it, uh, you know, humorously because you have to humor them. So if I if I if I say Neil's a pussy, that's yeah, okay. That's okay. But don't refer to a female genitalia with that word, or uh, you know, we got big problems on our hands. Yeah, it, it's incredible. We got a real smelly problem on our hands. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Well, have a great day, sir, and God bless America, okay? Oh, it's the land of the free. Oh, the free. We got all these freedoms. It's a free country. See, people who say that are people that have never been anywhere else. That's really free, like, you know, Paraguay. Two open lines in Dade, two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. 1056 at QAM. A planet where apes evolved from men. As we discussed yesterday, make no mistake about it, the Y2K, we've only got, what, about 10 months and a couple of weeks, and then it'll be all over. So we better have a good time in the meantime. But not if you live in Broward, though, please. Watch yourself in Broward. Watch your ass. Open line in day two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. There's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, I, last week I was watching, uh, before I went to work, I had turned on uh, IMIS on MSNBC. Yeah. And about this Mr. Uh, Robinson down there trying to get himself a little uh, blowjob, um, they had the police officer call in on the radio. And I don't know if you if you have had heard this or not, but that police officer was actually a, uh, a male police officer dressed up. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I, I didn't know if you had heard that. If it's good enough for Eddie Murphy, it's good enough for Eugene. If that was true or not? Yeah. Well, what I mean, that, and to be embarrassed, to be em- embarrassing as it is. To be well, in the that, first that, place, that would have been a double whammy. Oh, if, I mean, while you know, while he's down there getting that, if he would have reached up underneath that skirt and boom, well, right. I got a little surprise. Uh huh. And the way to charge. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Neil, thanks. Okay. So there you go. It was a, a drag queen. It was a, a guy dressed up as a hooker, which, uh, why the hell not? Maybe he's got bad eyesight. Or maybe he was looking for a guy dressed. Maybe he was like uh, Eddie Murphy. Maybe that's the big thing now. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Two open lines a day, two in Broward on a real slow, drag-assy Tuesday here. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Is this town, I thought it was really something today that we got Pavel Burry inside him the first time, but is this town really worked up into a frenzy now that we got him locked up for five, maybe six years? No. Do they care? No. No. You know, when you when you go to the arena and you listen to the people talking, we had people sitting behind us last night. Now, i got to be honest with you, I never watched St. Louis play. To me, they're, I, I just don't like their team. I don't find them interesting. I find them boring. I mean, I get all the games on the small dish. I just never watched the Blues. So, even even when I came out for practice before the game, I look at a few of the names, and some of them I know, and there are a lot of guys that I never heard of before, which is very unusual for me because I watch a lot of hockey games, but the Blues are not one of those teams I watch. Now, they got a kid, number 42. His name is Fitzpatrick. I have no idea who he is, where he came from, what he did, what planet he's from. I know nothing about him. Now, we used to have Mark Fitzpatrick, who was a goalie, okay, for the Panthers, who moved on to Tampa and then Chicago. And I'm listening to the people, they're, they're out there in practice, and here comes this 42 Fitzpatrick is skating around, and the guy behind me says to the other guy, oh, yeah, there's a Fitzpatrick. He used to play for the Panthers. This guy, he's, he's like a Ford. He's, he's skating, you know, he's not, not a goalie. I mean, even, even a moron can see the difference between a goaltender with all the pads and the heavy equipment and the big glove and the big stick, you know. Even George knows the difference between a goalie and like a forward or defenseman. And, and the comments are just so inane. I mean, seriously, I'm exaggerating when I say 10 or 20% of us in that joint have any idea what the game is all about. I'm exaggerating. We're talking about a smattering of us, a tiny smattering, who have got any clue of what's going on there. And the rest of it, your guess is as good as mine, baby. Your guess is as good as mine. They're schmoozing, they're socializing, they're juking, they're jiving. They even, they even now have a contrived thing on the scoreboard. It's a scene from some cornball sports movie with Gene Hackman where he's making this impassioned uh, speech in the locker room to his team. And this, they start going like this. Have you ever seen that? And then they all start, you know, they all start. And then, and then they show the hands coming together up on the scoreboard. Okay, and everybody's there. And the audience says, hey, and the crowd, we're going to get applauding now. Contrived excitement. And see, you only have to do that when you're dealing with people who have no idea what's going on. Contrived. Here's a mobile in Doral. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. You're going to love this one. You're really going to love this one. Today's Herald, page 7 8. Real short paragraph. Yes. From the Vatican City. Okay, check this out. Uh, Dayline, Vatican City. Marijuana smoking. Rain cyst cited in Swiss Guard Killings. Already had it. Thank you, sir. Way ahead of you. Had that last hour. That's the story about the Swiss Guard. You're going to love this. Way ahead of you. We have an open line at date, all three in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Westchester. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to, to ask you, how old is your shtick? How old is my shtick? Yeah. As, you know, old, as old as the rest of me. Well, the thing is... See, here we go. Here shtick, we go right off the bat again with a guy that sounds very disgruntled, who wants to attack me, attack the show. Why do you listen if my shtick is old and worn out? Why are you still listening? Uh, because I'm homesick today. No, you're homesick today, and the best you can do on a home day sick is to listen to the show. Were you sick before or after you started listening? 
when I started listening to you. That's when it became made you sick. The thing is, Neil, seriously, you yeah, got seriously. such an old shtick. You, yeah. you rag on the radio station. Right. You rag on Miami. You rag right. on how there's no then, then let me say it again. There's no why, why are you it's listening? And why are you listening, sir? I just happened to be going through the station. You had, you had, now wait a minute, let me, let me ask you this. What kind of a sane person goes through the stations long enough and finds something that they find offensive, old, tired, and uh, that they don't like, and stops long enough to make a phone call? Because what kind I, of a sick bastard does that? Talk I'll, about sick. I'll tell you because Please I forgot. Please tell me, sir, we'd love to hear it. All right, because I forgot about you, and then I heard your voice, and I Well, you know something, guess what? I hate to break the, the news to you, sir. I just, I just deposited a big check Miami, in the bank two the days ago. Station. I just got through depositing a big bonus ratings check two days ago oh, for the numbers that came out a week ago. So I hate to break the news to you, but everybody else is still listening. So it may be old and it may be tired, but I think you're the one that's got the problem. And like I've told you a million times, anybody that miserable, and of course that's what this town is all about anyway, but anybody that miserable with whatever he hears here that would take the time to make the call and stay on hold for a couple of minutes to express his displeasure and his contempt, he's squeezing it right now. There isn't anybody in this audience, sir, that you're fooling. Not one. Not even the dumbest of the dumb. Even the people who hate me like poison are sniggering and snickering right now because they know that you're grabbing yourself from sexual excitement having gotten on the air here to, to make your big uh, attack. We remain duly unimpressed. And you know something, sir? If things ever changed in this radio station, if management ever got smart, if something brilliant ever happened, if they actually brought us in some new equipment, I'd be the first one to come on here and say, oh, my God, these people got smart. I'd be the first one to tell you that. <clears throat> i tell you exactly the way it is. You just can't handle that. And the reason it sounds old and tired to you is because I've been here a long time, and guess what? This town isn't getting any different. You go to those games, the fans aren't getting any smarter. You do these shows, and the calls like yours, they're not getting any better. So this show is like what it always has been, a mirror image of this community and of this whoever I'm working for. And like I told our ex-sales buddy Henry there last night, again, it doesn't make much difference who you're working for in this town because they're all pretty much the same, just a matter of degree. Some of them spend a little more money on equipment. Some of them do a little bit better uh, uh, promotion. But, but generally speaking, it's all pretty much Bush League. So I'm sorry that you can't handle the truth, sir. I'm sorry that you forgot about me. Is there anybody who believes that this man forgot about me? No. Just forgot that I existed. No. And I certainly hope you're feeling better very, very soon, don't we? No. Nine minutes after 11 at 560 QAM. Uh, I, I think it's hard to think, see? Stay in school, don't go out on your own. Cause there's a whole lot of stuff you just can't do at home. Search all around, but you won't see a CEO with a GED. <laughs> well, nothing compares to the marvelous feeling of making butter patties. Stick to the ceiling, smoking in the bathroom, making out in the hall, or hitting a fat kid with a speeding dodgeball. Yeah, I remember that. And throw a paper wad with a fire alarm, blow up the toilet with a cherry bomb, dissect a frog in biology class. Find yourself a nerd and went to his ass. <laughs> well, you'll be a hit in Cambridge.
chemistry when you make the class about your LSD. Start a food fight, you milk out your nose. When you go to school, where anything goes, just stay in school. Don't go out on your own. There's a whole lot of stuff you just can't do at home. But search all around, but you won't see a CEO with a GED. Search all around, but you won't see a CEO with a GED. It's 11.15 at 5.60 WQM. So getting back to the tarot old stick again. Oh, that guy was beautiful. I mean, just uh, just so obvious, so transparent, like looking through a pane of glass. Oh, well, you know, I'm so homesick today. You know, I was homesick last Thursday and went to the doctor, took the day off from work. And the only reason I turned on the radio when I got home was to see if George was doing a show or they slapped the tape on, which they did because uh, Joe Costello was getting his eyes sliced up again. And I, I turned it right off. Now, I do the show. This is my livelihood. I work here on this radio station. But I was homesick. Did I listen to the show? No. Of course not. But here's the guy who's homesick from work today. He not only listens to the show, but he's calling the show to tell me how tired and old and stale. He had forgotten about me, but I'm glad I didn't let you down, pal. I'm glad I didn't disappoint you with something new and exciting, like what a great town this is and what a bunch of great callers we got. Like last night, I'm sitting there at the game. Here's another deal behind me. To talk. I mean, I could write a book just about the stuff you overhear people talking about. About the nonstop, the incessant crap that goes on in a conversation there. Little or nothing of which has to do with the game or with anything that's going on in that building. There's a woman sitting behind us last night with the family, and she's uh, loud, talking about some contretemps she had with a neighbor about her dog. Something about the dog did this. And, and she's going on loud. This is while the game is going on loud. And she's recounting the whole story and about how the neighbor tape recorded something and the dog allegedly did a, uh, whatever the deal was, loud. Okay, now it was annoying enough the first time, but now a little bit later on, like a half hour later, somebody else they know comes in and sitting down there for a while with them. And now the whole story again. Oh, well, you should have seen they videotaped it and the dog did a, and then he did a. Squirt, squirt. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I came so close, I felt like turning around and saying, it wasn't that interesting the first time, but the second time it's terminal, okay? And both times it was much too loud. I mean, it wasn't all that loud in the arena last night, okay? It wasn't the blaring, blasting noise that we usually have or sometimes have. It was, you could actually talk to other people and hear what they were saying. It wasn't really necessary to pretend you were back in New York and talk like everybody was deaf. We're not talking old people here. We're talking about like young and middle-aged people talking, which don't have to talk quite that loud, sweetheart, about your dog story. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I got two things. First of all, though, to address the asshole that just called. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, this guy... He, he runs off the same mentality that, that this uh, Broward Sheriff runs off of. God forbid anybody should have any fun, do anything like go to a private uh, swingers club or go out and, and gamble on the, on the water or listen to an intelligent show like yours. This is not anybody... an intelligent show, and I never pretend to be intelligent. Well, it's a I don't mean it. I don't mean it that way. It's four hours of uh, some time. That's all. It's entertaining. It's the only damn thing that's entertaining on the radio. Yes. I mean, and the guy can switch the channel. 
No, he can't. He's too sick to do that. He, he could you know reach what? over and pick up the telephone. Maybe somebody made the call for him. He couldn't no, reach no. over and switch the channel. You know what, Neil? Who's he kidding? He's got your number on speed dial on his goddamn telephone. Right. Who's he kidding? Anyway, secondly, on this Y2K thing, if this is such a big tragedy that's going to happen, how come everybody and their brother can use credit cards that run out after the year 2000 with no problem? That's right. I just got my new American Express Platinum card yesterday. It expires 702. Exactly. 2002. If, if it was such a big deal, the computers would be going crazy that's now. That's right. Because when you, as you know, if you buy an airline ticket on the phone, for example, from an airline, they give them your, your credit card number. They say, well, what's the expiration date? And they put that in there. If they exactly. put in a date 2000 or afterward, the computers would go bananas. Exactly. It's a, just a bunch of in, a, in addition to which, what did our grandparents ever do? How did they ever buy groceries oh, without computers? Huh? How did they ever get food stuff delivered? How did they ever get uh, produce delivered without computers? At I the, didn't uh, start until the uh, 70s when the computers became popular, yeah. right? How is it that we somehow survive without computers? Neil, I love you, and there's a lot of us out here, of course, that love you. The other asshole, you know, we know uh, uh, he's probably still listening. Well, maybe he's, got, maybe he's got something terminal. Nah, Have a great day, pal. Good job. See ya. Okay, we have an open open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. You're old and you're stale like last year's halava. Yeah, and? See, when you're not feeling the best, which uh, lately for about like seven or eight weeks, which you don't want to hear about because that's old and stale. But when you're not feeling your best, that kind of call to me, and it has the exact opposite effect that he thinks it has. I love that. If I had a half a dozen calls like that every day, it would make my life. Because I don't have to do anything with an asshole like that. He's just dropping his pants, showing his to the world, and I can just sit there and say, hey, look at that, there's an asshole. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Why are such a high percentage of your phone calls mobile phones? Because most people, most living in people, are out uh, doing stuff. I don't think so. You're boring. Oh, that's what it is. I'm boring, therefore people are... <laughs> that was the best. Not only is he listening and calling like the other guy, but the logic. I want you to stop and think of this, okay? The reason that they're calling from their car phones and their pickup trucks on their mobile phones is because I'm boring. But if they're inside a building with no life whatsoever, like this guy in a broom closet somewhere, I'm not scintillating enough to get them to turn on the radio. Of course, the fact that you can't pick up this radio station in most buildings anyway, that also has nothing to do with that. No, seriously, I know more people would tell me, well, you know, I'd love to listen during the day, but we can't, can't pick up AM inside. Or we can't pick up your station inside. Look at that. Every call on the board. I got five calls on there right now. Every one is a mobile call. And so was the last one. He wasn't was? It? Wasn't it? No, he just said Miami. No, he wasn't. He, he wouldn't know how to drive a car. In fact, he was in that same category with uh, all of these things that we've been hiring lately. He was in that same. In fact, that might have been. Uh, Maybe that's, maybe that's the water Nazi's new assistant for upstairs, the new traffic assistant. You got some nerve. We have, and then John Jarris has got the, uh, the, the chutzpah to ask me in the elevator coming up this morning, am I going to their big ratings party? <laughs> oh, this is great. All these other people are going to, you know, eat free food and have a whole bunch of drinks and get, uh, you know, plastered based on our ratings. Nice going, Neil and George. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. I know you're boring. Yeah. How about that? Hey, uh, no, no, but only the mobile calls are think I'm exciting. The people inside <laughs> the buildings think I'm boring. Well, that was 
was the best laugh I've had in I mean, a while. I'm, I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to connect the dots, okay, with that logic there. I'm boring. Therefore, only people in mobile phones call this show. Well, listen, I, one of the ongoing topics on the show about the uh, sportsmen with criminal past to get away with murder. Yeah, SIS, SIS, scumbags in sports. Well, why why do you just segment that, though? I mean, isn't it pretty much just anybody that makes uh, a, a reasonable millionaire living that gets away with the same thing? I mean, I don't understand why we segment just sports figures because you've got, uh, let's see, uh, Kennedy's, uh, you know, govern, govern, or the uh, mayor of Miami. How's Mary Jo doing, by the way? <laughs> Great, but... Why do we just why why would we just want to segment? How's Merlin Monroe figures? doing? Well, huh? we we don't, but it just seems to be there seems to be an epidemic of it right at the moment. I guess so. Kennedy's, I guess we most, just don't most hear the, about the other. Most guys. of the Kennedys aren't feeling too good right now. Well, we hear about it when uh, when uh, you know what, what's his name from Hustler Magazine, Larry Flint decides he's going to out some of these guys. Then we hear about it, and then yeah. nobody and nobody seems to care too much. By the way, nobody gives a crap. Well, it just seems to me like a little bit of a hypocrisy when everybody else sits up on a pedestal and acts like. Uh, like these sports figures, just because they've done something wrong, and, and granted, they've you mean, done you mean like Mike wrong. Tyson, who went to jail for rape, and who uh, you know has all the record as long as your arm, should have never got into a, got into a fender bender and beat the crap out of the the one guy and kicked the other guy in the groin. I mean, you know, that's, that seems like the normal average thing to do. That well, Kennedy wrecked a car, killed a woman, and he's serving in the Senate. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it, it, so, so in other words, money. so in other words, what you're saying is that if wealthy people, and of course we know that athletes aren't wealthy <laughs> people, right? Uh, right. In fact, in fact, Tony Martin could only afford uh, uh, Johnny Cochran and Roy Black. Right. Uh, I mean, I agree with you 100. percent I just, I don't. I'm think just, they, I'm just missing your point. I don't, I don't see what the point is. Well, I, I guess because the focus, it seems to me, the focus of late has been solely on athletes, and maybe that's because there's more incidents in the news. Yeah, and it seems but, to me, it seems to me that what OJ did. I mean, you know, granted, uh, you know, Mary Jo, Mary Jo Kopechny ain't alive today, but nevertheless, it was supposedly an accident. And they did their best to cover it up, and he was drunk out of his mind. But I mean, uh, Nicole and uh, Ron Goldman were an accident. I don't think. Unless the machete slipped. What is his it? nephew that was his Michael that was acquitted of uh, rape. Yeah. And I was probably. But didn't he have a trial, though? Yeah, I mean, everybody has everybody has had their trials. Everyone that's convicted of doing a crime, if they're caught, they shouldn't go to trial. But the bottom line is, if you got the money, you're getting off. Whether you're a well, if you got the money, then you can afford Johnny Cochran and Roy Black and the big shot attorneys. That's right. Exactly. So... I guess the point is that if... Uh, Sir, I think the point you're trying to make is... That's the American f***ing way. We have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. For just a second there, I was a little bit nervous because I thought he was trying to make the point is that we shouldn't be picking on these athletes because, after all, they run fast and jump high and get high and stuff like that. Just For just a moment there, I was terrified by the thought that uh -oh. he was trying to make that point. <laughs> Con Hugh Rogers. Esta es su cerebro. ¿Tienes preguntas? My sack is like a thimble and my nuts are like pearls. I don't even have enough to pack a squirrel. I try secret lotions and technology, but it don't get no bigger than a golf tee. There's nothing I can do. I only got a three-inch tool. 
You'll be disappointed when we reach my house. Cause you won't know for sure if I'm a man or a mouse. It ain't no Big Mac, more like a Happy Meal. You'd get more satisfaction from your high heel. You'll swear I was in the pool. Cause I only got a three inch tool. Sometimes at night I wonder if it will ever grow. If I was a homosexual, I couldn't even push in your stool. Ooh, it looks like Mr. Peanut without the chains. It's got capillaries instead of veins. I could cut circulation with a pinky ring. For Halloween, I dress it like a buffalo wing. Yes. It's in a suction tube, because I only got a three-inch stool. Even with a metric rule, I only got a three-inch tool. Tell them, guys. Yeah, you got a three-inch tool. Oh, baby. Yeah, you got a three-inch tool. Come here, honey. Yeah, you got a three-inch tool. In quality, not quantity. You got a three-inch tool. Now, if I could only find yeah, a three-inch toolbox. It's 11.32 at 5.60 WQM. By the way, it just took me this long to figure out the guy that's homesick today, allegedly. That uh, tells me I'm doing the same old stick. <coughs> Sorry that we disrupted his session with his Henry Hyde blow-up doll. That's where that guy's coming from. You have to start thinking about these things. You have to wonder, well, is it a cop that's been out of shape because I'm talking about all these ridiculous busts of swing clubs in Broward? Is that it? No. Not in his case, I don't think. Now, this guy's like, uh, you know, he's one of those uh, closet right-wingers that's humping his Trent Lott doll right now, waving his pom-poms. We have an open line in Brower and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. See, I hate to break the news to you, sir, but the reason I scream and yell about the management and about the equipment is because uh, Jim Crawford, one of our engineers, was just in there trying to fix George's board again today. Friday, last Friday it was in here. Now it's in there because they're trying like to make magic out of nothing. And our general manager's got the, the chutzpah to come down here and tell me, oh, well, it wasn't a bum's rush. They pro the engineers promised it would be done by such and such. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. Yes, sure does. Always somebody else's fault. Always somebody else that made him look bad. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Enjoying your uh, your uh, entertainment. you got too many people taking this serious. Yeah. Now now, here, goddamn radio show. What are they all bent out of shape? And let me say it again. This is the mo one of the most unhappy towns in the universe. We've got more miserable people, more hostile people. I mean, well, stop and think about it. Would you even think of, call, of findings coming across something on the radio that you allegedly didn't even know was there and then taking the time to call and express your displeasure with it as opposed to, f to turning to something else or finding something else to do? It was probably halftime of the Springer show or something. You probably, know, you yeah. To, you know. Now, listen, you're terminal about your hockey fans. Now, here's what's going on. I gave up, and I'm a real fan, and the real fans aren't there anymore because they're pricing everybody out. And I make a good living. I'm making the low six figures. I can't afford it anymore. Now, I, I, under, up, I understand. It's I 57 bucks a head. That's right. I gave up my heat tickets two years ago and took the kids skiing this summer. I, this winter, we, we went to Vail. Now I'm going to give up my Panther tickets, and I'll probably go to Hawaii. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to support these guys anymore. I, I've kept my dog. Listen, let me, let me say it again. Maybe you never heard me say this. If the station didn't provide me with my own tickets for all the games, 
there isn't a Chinaman's chance in hell that I would buy Panther tickets, especially after what we sat through last year and until they got buried this year, uh, what we saw the first uh, third of the season. I mean, just pathetic, putrid. Now, now maybe Wayne can raise the parking. Maybe he'll raise it up to 40 or 50 bucks for the Dolphins, and then the hell with them, too. You know, As long as it's on TV, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm not going to support him anymore. I, I'm still hanging in there with my Dolphin tickets. But it's a joke. I think hockey is is, is pretty close to pricing themselves out. They've caught up quickly, haven't they? Now you look at look at all the empty seats you see. Because no matter what arena you look at, you see lots and lots of empty seats, even in the lower bowl. And the lower bowl are all those corporate seats. And again, the only reason that those are sold is because they're bought up by the big companies. And but if they don't give them away to somebody, or if they don't bother showing up on that night, what you're stuck with is lots and lots of empty seats. It's getting pathetic out there. Yep. All right. But hey, listen, these guys have got to make the eight, eight, nine, ten million a year. They drove the fans away. That's yep. about it. Okay, see you in Hawaii. Right. Yeah, it's a better investment. I mean, if you had to choose between going to Hawaii or buying season the hockey tickets or like uh, tickets for like twenty, forget about season tickets for like ten or twenty games for the whole family. Go to Hawaii, man. You'll have a hell of a lot better time. Guarantee oh! that. As much as I'm a big hockey fan. I mean, let's face it, you know, they, these owners and these sports moguls, these people, they expect it's like obligatory. Well, you know, we went out and built the stadium. Of course, even in this case, if it wasn't with their own money, they went out and built this beautiful facility, even though a lot of stuff doesn't work that should. And now we're obligated to go out there and support it with our tangible funds. And a lot of people are saying, uh, no. no way. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. I'm bored. I'm on a mobile, but it's got nothing to do with you. Okay. Uh, in regard to Monica and Bill, a little face is no disgrace in the right place. Mm-hmm. You have a great day, buddy. Okay, thank you so much. What do you say, a little muss about some puss? Oh, what do you say? Something wrong with the puss. Uh, we have open lines and date, 5670560 and 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, now we get back to that guy I called before about how, how you use the word. You have to be real careful because the word police are sitting up there at the FCC Oh, I mean, it's just, it just it just overwhelms me. Talk about old and stale and tired. Being in a country where they refuse to make any progress, where they refuse to come out into the sunshine and move out of the dark age. Oh, we got the word police, the pleasure police, the T-shirt on the beach police. Life is a beach. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Bunch of old farts up there in Hollywood going to have a nervous breakdown about that. We got the bumper sticker police. Every goddamn thing you want to do in this country, we got a we got a brand of police for that. Because just in case so you might actually be having a good time, even if you're not harming anybody. The frickin' pleasure police. Two open lines in date five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. George will be here at one thirty. What are you going to do for a half hour, by the way? Talk about swinging. Oh. And then at uh, 2 o'clock, we got Hank from 2 to 6. We got Booster 6 to 10. Talking baseball from 6 to 8. Do we know why? No. And then uh, Eddie Kaplan, the compulsive gambling show at 10 o'clock. Why are you airing sh like this? A little bit of paint will paint my balls with colors to display. A little bit of paint looks better. When my balls hang down this way On each of my nuts I like to say A happy little yellow thing A little bit of paint <laughs> Make your balls Look better this way Oh, 
You take a brush and you swing it on your nuts as you very gently touch and dab away. You can festoon and dress up your paga ghouls to take the land of youth and place on your lover's face. Paint your ball spot. Okay, 17 before noon at 560 QAN. I don't have a ball spot. Open line at date one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in the Gables. Hello. Uh, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I was watching a show last night on television discussing that uh, guy that got fired for saying niggardly. Yes. And uh, it hurt me, Neil. It hurt me so bad. It was like somebody chucked a spear through the watermelon of my heart, Neil. Yeah. And I want to know if it's still all right to order juju peas. You're Jewish. No, you can't do that anymore. Thanks. But it's, it's uh, not politically correct. No more juju bees. I used to like those, too, by the way, when you used to go to the movies back to Cameo Theater in Rochester 800 years ago. We have an open line at Dade 2 in Broward, 5670560 in pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hi. Yeah? Yes. How you doing? Okay. You, you know, you're talking about all these people that kind of, like, really laying down in here in South Florida. I was driving in Oakland Park, and it said, uh, you know, there's this big sign painted, right, like somebody spray painted it right on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And it said, welcome to uh, Oakland Park, the village of apathy. Yeah. Well, at least they're honest about it anyway. <laughs> Pretty sad. Yeah. Well, not going to change, sir. Maybe, maybe that's what that other guy's really so depressed about that wants to take it out on me. This town isn't going to change. You can come back from uh, ten years from now, thirty years from now, and they're going to be talking the same stuff, and it's going to be the same way because it's never going to change. Uh, that's pretty sad, then. Huh? Well, that's uh, pretty <laughs> sad, right? Have a great day. <laughs> it's pretty sad, right? Yes. Two open lines in date, one in Broward. That's pretty sad. That's pretty goddamn sad, is what it is. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. They are actively apathetic. They are enthusiastically indifferent. You pick the topic, no matter what it is. Their local politics. What will you name it? Whatever it is. The pleasure police. They don't care. They're not interested. They don't care what's going on. Just to leave them the hell alone. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, first time caller, long time listener. I'm not a mobile, but uh, I know. Yeah, I wasn't sure it was me. Uh, listen, uh, went to my first Panthers game last night. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, at least per- it was entertaining. Anyway, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, the first period was at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we were doing pretty good, up three to one. Um, also, I am a police officer, and about ninety percent of us do listen to you and agree with you. A lot more of that. Oh yeah. At least the listening part. I don't know about the agreement. Yeah, part. at least the ones that admit that they listen to you. Some don't. Also. Um, also, I went to uh, Columbus, and uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, about 20 years ago. I graduated. There's no facts in, in the church. No, no, and uh, whoever calls you and says there's no facts over there is uh, not telling you the truth. They're in deep denial. Yes, they are, because mm-hmm. there's many teachers there that uh, like to say uh, are uh, 
on the other side. Like to swing it in that direction, yeah. yeah. And uh, what happened with that number eight there last night? Who is that? Uh, because he was a stiff. Sissy Spacek. Yeah, Sissy. We were we sat uh, in the eighth row first time. We got a couple tickets from a friend of ours, half price. Yeah. And, uh, that's the only reason we went. We wouldn't have paid that. In fact, he should have been arrested for impersonating a defenseman last night. Sissy Spacek. He has got to go, man. Yeah, He's what? the worst. What happened to their defense last night? They, they, they missed the bus over to the yeah. arena. They missed the bus. We need Pavel back. But he ain't going to help the defense. I mean, no. they, they score. look, when you score four goals, ordinarily that should be enough to win, especially when your goalie is playing as good as Burke did for the first two periods. That should be enough to win. But when your defense doesn't show, I mean, I, I, I'll say it again. I have never. I've been watching hockey for 41 years. I've never, ever seen a game where there's so many breakaways, one after another after another, and it was kind of like, uh, well, you're on your own, pal, because uh, we're just not going to do anything tonight. Yeah, that's it. No defense. Terrible. The worst. Yeah, it was uh, pretty bad, but... Uh... Other than that, uh, we had a pretty good time, and I think uh, we may go back once in a while, but uh, not for $60 a ticket. Uh, exactly. That's, that's well, when somebody comes up with some free tickets, uh, I'll see you there. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Dale. Okay, have a great day. Yeah, they're pricing it out. That's why the ambiance is different. That's why you rarely see uh, most of the same people in the same seats. There are a few exceptions, but most of them are like sharing packages or they get them whenever the boss will give them the tickets. And no matter what sport it is, that's uh, the way it's become now. That's why they have to put that thing on there with Gene Hackman. You know, the, the applause. Oh, it's time to applaud. Now, come on, make some noise. Two open lines in day two at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Port Charlotte. Hello. Hey, Neil. I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but um, that guy that called about the IMA show, Yeah. that was so obviously a bit. I can't believe anyone would believe that. I mean, it was a character they were they were trying to do, and... The fact that somebody would believe that means... I, I don't even remember the call. What was he talking about? Oh, about they interviewed the cop who arrested Eugene Robinson. It was a cop dressed up like a woman in Miami Beach. This was a comedy bit, and this guy was too stupid to catch on to it? It was so... I, you know, oh, I was doing uh -huh. a comedy bit. You can imagine what it sounded like. Right. It was horrendous, and this guy believed it. Which I not, not only that, now I'm wondering if uh, he saw it on TV, because he said he saw it on MSNBC. When they do the comedy bits on there, they show the real spinning, you know, that they no, they, just, they just Yeah, they show a real spinning and just play a tape. Right. And, uh, and even with the real spinning, he still thought it was the real thing. Unbelievable. That's why Maybe he'd be spelling it wrong. That's why the guy's still on the air, because he's got people like this listening to him. Oh, my God. Also, um, you know. I, you know, I, every morning I channel surf, and I have to go by Channel 5 on my cable, which is MSNBC. And I see him sitting there, and every single day, the last week and a half, he's had his brother Fred on the phone. And this morning, he was going through this long, talk about old and stale, the thing about the farm again, and about how they give him so much trouble out there with his, with the ranch in New Mexico, and about all the, how the New York Times had to write this retraction. Now, I don't even watch the show, okay? I only see it channel surfing for like a few seconds at a time. Every time I go through there, he's on with Fred Imus talking about the ranch, buying the farm. He's got these kids with cancer. They're going to come out and work right. the ranch for him, which I think is amazing. He's yeah. got free labor. Yeah. He gets these cancer, leukemia-stricken kids. They're going to come out, and he's doing them a favor. They're going to come out and milk the cows and clean up cow crap. Uh-huh. So, you know, the, guy, the guy's a fraud. He really is. Speaking of frauds, your buddy up in Fort Lauderdale is the one who's behind a lot of this Y2K problem, the Dr. Kennedy. He's behind it? You mean he's, he's, he's behind selling, all the paranoia, yeah. He's selling a videotape and a oh, book. Oh, sure. And he's Absolutely. Got hey, listen, he never met a uh, capitalist idea that he didn't like. Yeah, so uh, more power to him, right? Have a great day. All right. Good old Dr. Kennedy up there, man. They never met a marketing tool that they didn't like. In fact, a lot of those uh, preachers, they never met a tool they didn't uh, hop on. We have two open lines in Dade 1 and 2 in Broward, 5670560. We're pushing it here today. We're squeezing.
because it's old, it's tired, it's boring too, by the way, which is why we can't get anybody inside a building. Look at that, two more mobiles. We've got two calls left there. Let's get somebody inside a building. What the hell is wrong with you people? Wake them up. Inside the building. Can you hear us, huh? No. Well, I'll talk louder. How's that? Please don't bang on that board. Why? Might actually fix some of this crap. Piece of garbage, and this man's got the chutzpah to come down here. Oh, after we built out a beautiful state-of-the-art studio up there, and Hank's still upset. You know, Greg, I'm going to tell you, you can't, you can't possibly really be as dumb as you put on. Seriously, I've never worked for anybody who, even Stanley Cohen, who was a really dumb man, even Stanley Cohen was a genius compared to the performance this guy puts on when he comes down here. And he, he always has that kind of like confused, like uh, what you know. Like like Al Martino in The Godfather. What should I do? What should I do? That kind of look on his face, you know. And the reason he's saying that, what should he do, is because quite frankly he hasn't got a clue. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I heard you talking earlier about the Henry Lyons thing. I've been in and out of the car. Yes. You know how he got caught originally? Tell me. The Tampa story. His wife. His real wife found out about the house he had with his bimbo. Brenda she broke in, and she set the house on fire, and the cops arrested her for arson. That's right. That's I remember that. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that's over two years. That's right. been a front-page story in Tampa for over two years. Right. But I thought that was just cute how they finally nailed him, because his wife got kicked off and, and put all his clothes in the living room and set him on fire. Oh! All right. Ah. But, you know, when you're stealing $5 million, I guess you could afford to replace him. Okay, we have uh, one open line at Broward. All day, day, I mean, all of Broward, whatever the hell it is on that board, I have no idea anymore. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. And what, what was that? Uh, you're very macho and he wants to kiss your navel. Oh, really? Okay. Stick it in your... Rectum. Okay, one call left on the board. Bored is the word, baby. That's me. I'm bored with this uh, crowd. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. If life is so bad at that radio station, why don't you leave? Because they're paying me a lot of money. That's why. Uh, they're wrong. They're wrong. For paying you that money. Then why are you listening? If the show, if I'm not worth that money, why are you listening? Because you whine so much, it goes over to the other stations. Oh, I whine. It's a it's a heterodyne whine. All right. Oh, the dial. Excellent job, sir. See how original these people are. It's like the guy that called before that started this, and now there's a run on these calls. Now they got the run all over the place. Like the one that called immediately with, with a very bad material about I'm boring because all the callers are mobiles. Just one after another after another. Yeah, it's another radio accident. You're so bad and you're so boring and you're whining all over the dial. And I'll take the check, thank you. We have an open line and date, all three in Broward. Broward died on us, 5670560, pound 560. Maybe they all moved to Oakland Park where the motto is we just don't give a crap. We don't care. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in the, in fact, oh, we do have a lady that's in a house, thank God, in a building. Here's a mobile in Cutler Ridge. Hello. Hello, doctor. Yes. Hey, Neil. Uh, I just wanted to talk to you. I know it's not a sports station, but I have to talk to you about one thing and get your opinion on. What about these guys? I listen to the first team every once in a while. What about these guys that they're talking about, these multi-multi-million-dollar basketball players, and they're so amazed that they come in in shape? I mean, they get 
ten million dollars a year. Yeah. And they're amazed that they come to they're ready to play and in shape. Yeah. It's like, you know, what's the deal? I mean, it, they're paid for a full year. They're getting paid astronomical amount of money, and they can't even come back in shape. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's like you or me coming to work not prepared. No, what's more ridiculous, though, is that people would care about that. See, after these guys were making all this money, slapped the public in the face. Exactly. And they come within like an inch of having the season canceled, and they say, oh, no, we think we'll take the money, thank you. Uh, and, and then there are people actually who will show up. That's what's astonishing. That's, that's not whether the, not the fact that people care whether they're in shape or out of shape. Who cares about that? The fact that people actually will care and lend their tangible support again and shell out the big bucks to go see guys who don't care about them. Not me, Neil. I'm with you, man. And the NBA sucks. I wish it would have canceled the whole damn season. Exactly. Yep. But yeah. then what the hell would the, uh, what that worst team have been talking about? Uh, I don't know. Goldie's voice, maybe. Have a great day, pal. Yeah, that's something that needs uh, some work to be uh, in shape. I keep thinking, every time I hear that voice, I think to myself, in the smallest markets, I've worked in some teeny, tiny little places in some nooks and crannies. Albion, Michigan, Marshall, Michigan, Sturgis, Michigan. I worked in radio in those markets. I'm using the term market. Even supermarkets there are that are bigger than those places. And even in those places, would they have put someone with a voice like that on the air? No. Not a chance. Not, not a chance in hell. None. You know what I mean? Lenny Martez sounds like Walter Cronkite compared to that sound. Seriously. Robert the Grim Reaper, Robert Nyine, sounds like Westbrook Van Voorhees compared to that sound. I'm serious. Two open lines at Dave 1 and Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's four minutes till noon at QAM. Esa es la cingada manera cubana. It's a 1201 at 560 WQM, the George Rodriguez Show at 1230. I mean, 130. How about 1230? At 130, and then we got uh, Hank from 2 to 6. We got Boog Shambi, 6 to 10. The first two hours talking baseball, which I still can't figure out why, but then the last two hours talking other crap. And then the 10 o'clock at gambling for you chronic gamblers out there. Open line of date, 600 and Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in Miami, not on a mobile. Hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hey, I wanted to call you um, 
because I'm not on a mobile. Yeah. And I'm a lady, and you're not giving away anything today. Mm-hmm. And that we listen to you. We just don't always call. Uh-huh. And I saw Ron Jer- a picture of Ron Jeremy oh, yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus You know Christ. what I hear you talking about him all the time? <sighs> I had no idea who he was, and I've seen him in films before, but, uh, I mean, you know, of course. But um, I just didn't know who he was. That yeah. guy is disgusting. Al Goldstein hangs around with him because then Al doesn't look so bad by comparison. He yeah. always stays right next to him. Is Al Goldstein, he's the guy from Screw Magazine? Right. He was on the show also. It was this um, show about Heidi Fleiss last night. Right. It was on um, E! Entertainment Television. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got uh, I got Heidi Fleiss, Ron Jeremy, and Al Goldstein all in one show. Wow. <laughs> Must have a widescreen TV like I do. <laughs> Have a great day, sweetheart. All right, I love you. Hey, my chef salad's on the way. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Two open lines at day one at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. See, I've never been able to understand that. Why would anybody, anybody, I mean, more power to them, guys like Randy West and uh, Ron Jeremy, but why would anybody want to see ugly people naked, much less having sex, just seeing them naked, like that video that Al sent us with him and Ron Jeremy? I mean, I'm going to tell you something. You have never, ever felt the urge to vomit as strongly as putting that video in the VCR and looking at Ron Jeremy and Al Goldstein side-by-side naked. Oh, my God. And Al with his fake member. Is that what that was? Yeah, you can't see his real one. I'm sure of that. And don't want to either. He had a fake penis? Yes. Al Goldstein has got a fake penis? Oh, my God. You're looking for glory holes. Yeah, maybe that's what he's using it for. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Maybe we can hook him up with Tempest Storm because she used to have a fake. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Today? Okay, sir. Just want to let you know that these people, these uh, people that call and complain, they, they really have no idea what talk show radio is about. We really appreciate you being there. And, of course, there's no fact in the, in the church. They're in the temple. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Okay, and have a great day. Zach is on. Happy Purim. Open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. How do you like that? The Imus thing the guy was talking about, which I wasn't paying much attention because, quite frankly, it's boring. But uh, it was it was a bit. It was a comedy bit. It was shtick. And this guy took it seriously. I mean, how could you take anything seriously on the I'm a show anyway? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. No, it's a Yes, team. ma'am. Hi, I'm another one of your faithful police officer who listens to you every day, but I don't deny that I listen to you. Listen, you know, all those people that um, complain about you and all that, they're all a bunch of liars because... If they didn't like you, then why do they know all everything you say on your show? Oh, but they only listen in little bits and pieces, little dribs and drabs, and then they kind of like tie it all together. You know, I laugh so hard because it reminds me of, um, I'm a Julia. And when you go to all these doctors, and there's a whole bunch of Cuban old ladies there, right? And all they do is talk bad about the Christina show, right? But they know everything that goes on in the Christina show. So obviously they're watching it, so mm-hmm. they should all shut up. You bet. But anyway, I just wanted you to know that... Um, we love you. My husband is also a police officer, and uh, we hear you every single day. a lot day. of pork in that house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Julio, to top it off. Okay, have a great day, sweetheart. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, open line in Broward, 408 5670560, pound 560, uh, on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in the Miramar. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you today? Okay. 
I just wanted to say I love the show, listen all the time. Uh, I wanted to agree with the guy who called before about the NBA because as far as I'm concerned, it could just have closed for the year or for next year, too. Uh-huh. I think it's totally ridiculous. I mean, there must be a lot of people in this country with no lives at all, I mean, who are just bored to tears, the notion that they would go out and subsidize that crap after uh, these guys slapped them in the puss. They jerked them around, slapped them in the face. Uh, wound up almost canceling the season. They're making more money than God, and they're ready to walk out because they're not making enough. And the, and the people come out and subsidize that? They need mental health. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I mean, I probably in a year would go to a couple of games down there because someone gives me free tickets, and I doubt I'd even do that this year. Now with the pleasure of staying in Broward and going to the Mac Arena, the idea of going down to see the heat all the way in downtown Miami and parking and schlepping is totally, and plus, on top of what they did, like like you say, the slap in the face, and uh, I just much go see the hockey or probably watch the Heat on well, Wednesday. I guess home. I guess there are a lot of people out there that like a good freak show. That must be it. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. Thanks, you too. Open line in Broward, all three in date as we switch back and forth and back and forth and try to build a little momentum here today. No, a little bit of something. No, five six seven oh five sixty. And by the way, they're doing it behind closed doors and the uh, uh, deliberations too. The Senate will be doing it behind closed doors. You're not going to see other. And thank God, like I told the guy earlier, because then instead of posturing for the uh, TV audience, they'll like be real quick and say, uh, "Bada beep, bada boop." That'll be it next. And by Thursday, we can have the final vote, and then oh! we can have a party in our pants to get this over with. And that one guy that calls us all the time, that one the right wing asshole. Oh, Ken Starr is God. That guy. Then what the hell is he going to do to himself? Probably. It's like when the OJ trial ended. There were millions of people in this country who finally discovered that uh, they had a little bit of a problem. As soon as the OJ trial was over and no longer on television, they were all looking in the mirror saying, I have no life. Right. That was like a substitute life for millions of people, including housewives in this country. Day after day after day rhymes with OJ, which just wouldn't go away as in oi, hey. Eight minutes past noon at QAM. I have no foreskin. All right, ladies, gather around. The band is ready. On the count of three. One, two, three. From the grassy course, and we're moving to the bars where we all play. We are angry dice who battle those who are anti-gay. Short hair, long and Soldier, are you from Rotor Rotor or just happy to see me? Twelve thirteen at five sixty WQAM. We got a call on the board, and that's it. Deadly, deadly Tuesday, and we got, want some people in a building. That's what we want: people inside, in a house, in a pup tent, in a uh, orifice, somewhere inside. You know, we talked about that before. That on this radio station, like a thousand times more than ever on IOD, ninety-nine percent of the calls are mobile calls. So I think that guy had a good point, even though he was a major asshole. I think that was a good point. 
Why is it that people inside do not call, not just this show, but this radio station? You listen to any of the shows on this station. Here's uh, Joe on a mobile. Here's Schmendrick on a uh, whatever. Nobody inside a building calls this radio station, like I said before, probably because most of them can't hear it. How about now? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Neil, I got two questions uh, about the Panthers. Um, what What do you think's wrong with their defense? I see complete defensive breakdowns every game, and it's not being corrected. They stuck. My, my second question. Well, what do you mean? What do I think is wrong with their defense? Well, well, well some, how do you? Somewhere along the line, there's got to be something wrong because they keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. They continually let the uh, opposing team's offensive players behind both defensive men. And and Burke can only stop so many breakaways before he starts giving them up. My second thing about the Panthers is Mellonby. What is he doing on the ice skating around three-fourths of the time with his stick stuck up in the air? And tiptoeing all over the ice. I mean, we got to have something better than him to go out there. You mean and like like, as, like Kirk Muller and Johan Garpenlov? I, I don't understand. At least Melody goes out there and uh, at times makes something happen. Uh, Muller makes nothing happen. Garpenlov makes nothing happen. This team has got too many stiffs on it. That's the problem with this team. And I told you that a year ago. Nobody wanted to hear it then. This team didn't suffer from a lack of chemistry or from being a disgruntled goalie last year. They suffered from lack of talent. And even with Pavel Burry on the team now, you know, you take him and Dino out of the uh, lineup last night, how many goal scorers do you have left in the game? And and even with the guys that haven't been scoring lately, like Kozlov and a miracle of all miracles, Peter Orell, guys that haven't been scoring score four goals last night, and they still wind up losing the game. Right. And and why did they lose the game? Because They, they lost the game so because many? they have no defense. The defense is terrible. They got Terry Karkner made a great play blocking a shot. I give him credit last night. He saved a sure goal. Nice going, Terry. But other than that, man, they were pathetic. Uh, right. Brett Hedekin was awful. Uh, this Yaroslav Spacek, I call him Sissy Spacek, was pathetic. How this man can be playing, I have no idea. And, I again, I lay it right back at the uh, foot of the coach. I, so well, far, I, so far, with all the talk and all the hoopla, Terry Murray has shown me nothing since he's been here. Absolutely nothing. I agree with you. 100%. I mean, they, they keep bellyaching about the fact that games that they should have won, like they were had 3-1 in Carolina, games that they should have won, they didn't. Hey, how can a coach put out Chris Wells, two key face-offs, you've pulled your goalie, you're trying to tie it in the last 40, 50 seconds of the game, two key face-offs in the offensive end, he puts Chris Wells out to take the face-off, who hasn't played an NHL game in how long, a year and a half, and loses right. both face-offs, and the puck is down the ice in a heartbeat? Well, you you answered my question, and I sort of I agree with it. I think it... it lies with the coach, and I also think it lies with the general manager because he's letting him get away with it. And as far as listeners not be hearing you in buildings, I'm in a building that I cannot get your radio station inside of. So I don't, like know, that. I don't know if it's, the, if it's the signal or what, but I can't listen to you in the, inside unless I'm in my car. So have a good day, Neil. Thanks for the good news. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, all three in day, and I'm going to talk as loud as I can, 5670560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line. They can't hear us inside the buildings. That's the wonders of being on AM, right? Uh-huh. That's part of it. There he goes complaining again. Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Well, I'm in a building, and I can get you. You are the only station I can pick up in this building. Good. That's probably why you're listening. Um, I went out and tried the Emerald Coast the other night. 
and boy was I happy. Yeah. I just wanted to call and thank you. I plunged like I've never plunged before. Great place to pick out, man. Just uh, fast for about a day or two and then go in there and go nuts. Well, that was it, and I'm all out of material. Okay, have and have a, a great day. day. God bless you, sir. There's a guy in a building who uh, oh. stayed at the Emerald Coast. That's a good step in the right direction. Don't have nothing to say, but at least he's in a building. And we're the only station here. Let's move all our all the people in South Florida into his building. Oh. Or into some building where he could pick this damn thing up. Why am I even asking these stupid questions? I know why we don't get too many calls on this station from people inside buildings. Because it's that... It's that. It's that AM death knell. And especially on a station where they... Uh, although I'll tell you one thing. The, the signal outside of town is great. All over the uh, southern part of the state, outside of town. In town, not too good. Like on 441, we ever get that straightened out? No. It must be the engineer's fault again. You know what? Couldn't be Greg Reed's fault. Couldn't be the fact that these people talk a good game. Oh, well, you know, we can go 50,000 watts. <laughs> See, when he promised me all these things when he uh, brought me over here, I should have just <laughs> kept laughing. Okay, just tell me about the money. Don't make all these other promises, okay? Because uh, it's all a bunch of bull crap. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Sunrise. How about punching the button would be good? Okay, let's try Sunrise Hello. now. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, My I'm mistake. I'm in the building. I listen to you every morning. All right. Um, matter of fact, I'm in a house. You're in a house? Yeah. You're in like a real house and you're listening? All yeah. right. You're the first one. That's the only way I can hear you. I get in my car, I can't hear you. Yeah. Well, you can't have it both ways. You know that old cliche, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Well, once I get to work, I can't hear you at work. Yeah. The only way I can hear you is in the house. Well, stay home. That's my best advice. That's the best way to do it. Then have a great day. All right, now. See ya. There's a man listening in a house oh. taking a survey. How about... How about some of the homeless people under the overpass, under, over the underpass? Let's hear from some of them with their transistor radios and their cell phones. Don't homeless people all have cell phones? Yeah. Of course they do. It's the American way, baby. Everybody and their brother's got a cell phone stuck to their rear now. Even schleppers have cell phones. Even lepers have cell phones. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Look at this, uh, mobiles and mobiles and mobiles. Not that I'm complaining. We'll take all the mobiles you got. But now that that guy brought it to our attention again, I think it's a very, very serious problem that our general manager ought to be doing something about, as opposed to defending the defenseless and pretending that it was the engineer's fault, the dog done it, somebody else took a dump on the floor up there. It was all goes back to the top. It all goes right back to it. By the way, did it show up to work today? Huh? You don't know? Why don't you call somebody upstairs and find out? Call up. Uh... Nobody's returning my call. <laughs> Most of us around here don't like you. Yeah, there you go. Here's a mobile, and maybe that's the message. Mobile and Sunrise, hello. Let me talk about Murray. He's, I'm from Philadelphia. He Murray Decay? Horrible coach. Yeah. He has no emotion whatsoever. You're talking about That's why he now. got fired. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that Eric Lindros hated him like poison. And by the way, even with a boring guy like Roger Nielsen, look how the Flyers are doing now, by the way. Oh! Huh? First place, baby. How do you like that? I love it. I haven't lost a game since before uh, Foster Hewitt was a baby. That's right. Okay. You guys... Have a great life. Well, I, I just am not sold. You know, like I said, I met the guy. I gave him a chance. I didn't hold the fact that he was Brian Murray's brother against him. I met him a second time at the arena before the season started. He seemed like a reasonable guy, although he scared me with a couple of things that he said, and then I realized now I know why he scared me. And then, of course, he started getting into his big, uh, you know, well, you know, you're going to be uh, benched because you showed up two minutes late for practice, into that kind of ding-dong school he was doing. I, I just don't think that you can treat professional athletes like five-year-old children and really get the most out of them. I could be wrong. I just don't think that works too well. 
But what I saw last night, his usage of personnel there in the end of the game, when you're desperately scrambling to tie up the game. I mean, you got Robbie, who, if nothing else, and did score a goal last night, although we fanned on. Nice pass there, Ray. But, I mean, here's the guy who wins most of his faceoffs. Does a good job. He's the best guy on the team winning the important faceoffs. Robbie, number 44. There's something he could do, okay? But does he put him in front of the net? I mean, does he put him on a faceoff? No. Well, he sticks him in front of the net, and his rationale would be, well, we want to get our snipers out there in front of the goal. you got to win the faceoff first, Dumbo. Chris Wells. I feel sorry for Chris Wells. I'm not going to get on that kick again, okay, now that he's back. I feel sorry for him because he, you know, puts him into a situation last night, undue pressure there, in a position he shouldn't have been in the first place, setting him up for failure. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, Burry's contract. Hello. I'm here. I'm listening. Um, what's the difference between paying him $10 million or Gary Sheffield $10 million when Huizenga owned both teams? How do you justify paying him $10 million and you can't pay Gary Sheffield or somebody else the same money? Because Gary Sheffield was a stiff and had a crappy attitude, was a piece of crap. Burray's only been here a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm all in favor of paying him the money, but yeah. I just don't understand his rationale, how he can pay. His, his, ra his rationale has got to be that, first of all, he's got the big new arena that was built for him. He's got the capacity, to even even with the increased uh, payroll now, to still make a hell of a lot of his money back on a hockey team. Whereas Do you the think that's going to last past this year? you think that the arena is going to be filled every game? Not, not, if, uh, not if they don't make the playoffs. I mean, we had thousands of empty seats there last night. But he committed to a five-year contract. Well, we, uh, so at least uh, kiss the ground for that. Thank God we got something to look forward to. <laughs> don't don't look a gift horse in the uh, butt. No, I love it. Okay, pal. I mean, Gary Sheffield, we all know about him. He's an asshole. Exactly. But see, again, it's that creative financing. Nobody really knows how much did he make, how much did he lose. The real thing with that Marlin business, nobody will ever really know. All we know is that he doesn't own it anymore, and this guy, John Henry, owns it now. And some of the people, by the way, that are kissing his butt one minute, turning around the next minute, saying, oh, look what they did in San Diego, how they screwed the fans over there after they got him to build a new stadium and they blew off most of the team. Now some of those people that have been kissing John Henry's ass all over the place are saying, well, we don't want to get sucked into that here, which I would agree with that last part, but I, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I mean, I realize we're in a very delicate predicament here since this is your Marlin station. <laughs> Open line and date, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on a mobile one line. <clears throat> God. There, there, there is something in here. This is a goddamn sick building. They just had the EPA thing on 60 Minutes, Greg Reed. Why aren't you calling up uh, somebody to do something about that instead of trying to tell us how the end the dog done it? Here's Bal Harbor. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, listen, I, I've been looking to you since I was uh, 16 years old. Yes. And now I'm uh, 27. And um, I was just wondering because um, I, I know that you say you don't ever really endorse people unless, you know, you're, you know, Unless I'm a little nervous, sorry about that. Unless, um, unless you see something about them. And the only reason I ask you is because um, I was, in, you know, I'm kind of like in a career crisis here. Yeah. I, I want to change, uh, you know, careers. And I was just wondering. You do an ad for a uh, fast train. Right. Do, do you know if that's any good? I mean, do you, do you know if anybody actually has graduated and made any money after they graduated? Of course. <laughs> Anybody's <laughs> ever graduated? This isn't like one of those phony broadcasts. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking that's like ATI kind of, you know. And all that, I would no. think no, I would never do. But since I heard you say something about, it, I'm just curious, because right. you know, I know you don't endorse something unless you believe in it. Right. Okay. One eight one eight seven seven ninety eight train. I wrote it down a long Got time it? ago. 
Hey, hey Neil. Yeah. I, I work in Bell Harbor, and um, I, I can't get you in my building, but my coworkers hate me because I, I still leave the static. I still listen to you anyways. Oi. Thanks for the good news. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> okay, two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Got an hour to go here. I think I'll make it. Then I'm going back to the doctor again. I'm just, I'm just, you know something? I may just go to the doctor every day. Seriously, I may take off like a half hour and go to the doctor every day. Not necessarily the same doctor, just to a different doctor every day until I get rid of this. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, the rash is a little bit better and I'm feeling like right now better than I was about uh, 9.30, but it, it comes and it goes and it's here and it's there and I got other stuff that's starting that wasn't there before. It gets real old and talk about old and stale. It gets ancient. How about somebody that says, ah, here's what it is. Here's what we're going to do about it. How about even this? Okay. Put you out of your misery. Something. 1226 at 560 QAM. Ray Whitney has a pair. All right, ladies, gather around. Oh, did I just play that? Sorry about that. Well, I'm like uh, having a conversation here with George about other stuff, and I'm not paying any attention. In case, have you noticed that I'm not paying any attention? Yes. I'm really not, because we're preoccupied with the other stuff that's going on around here. With some of the strange things that are going on upstairs where they're hiring All of these things. from off the street. But I guess some of these things, uh, maybe he just couldn't find a different sport jacket. We have an open line of date, 5670560. Or maybe it just wasn't that day. 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. I mean, seriously, you, you, you have to be mentally deficient to say yes. to some of these people that wander in this building. I mean, how is it possible? Unless they're just doing it out of spite. Here's a mobile in Port St. Lucie. Hello. Mobile in Port St. Lucie, going once, going twice. Nice hearing from you. Open line of date, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Let's hear that again. All right, ladies. Okay, thank you. Here's Tampa. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Listening uh, in a building. In a building in Tampa, but on the audio net. You got it. Okay. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Maybe some of the local people better fire up their computers. At least they can hear us inside on the audio net. Yeah, they wouldn't have to worry about radio reception then, would they? Right. But uh, And as far as uh, the people down there think that hockey is a problem, uh, it's uh, terminal here beyond all belief. Yes, well, it's because you have uh, no team. No team, no and talent. No crowds left, right. And we are a, uh, a bastion of castaways. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just waiting to pick up somebody else's garbage. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's all I had to say. Well, you got that Stefan Richet. That damn faggot yeah, can't stand up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one minute he's with the team, the next minute he's not. So, yeah, well, uh, maybe you'll find a boyfriend out of town. Well, the talk is they're trying to get rid of a top player to pick up some backup goalie from Dallas, Turek or something. Yeah. And they want to cough up, um, they want to cough up, I don't know. They'll and, probably and, be and stupid this, and give up with Cavier or something. At this point, it doesn't really make any difference. At this point, they're going to have to, like, disband. They're going to have to, like, trade away Wendell Clark and Rob Zaminer. Anybody that they, they've got that anybody wants, they're going to have to, like, go back to the youth movement. It's going to be another four or five years before they put that franchise back together again. And yeah, the, Phil and Phil really the, messed it and up. And the worst news, by the way, that I'm reading is that Phil Esposito's got a group now. They want to come back and buy the team. Well, Art so, Williams is supposedly looking for an equity partner because I guess uh, he got it all over his head, too. Yeah. But, uh, but the last just, uh, thing you want back is Phil Esposito, sir. Oh, without a doubt. Fat Phil is the reason why we are as horrible as we are today. Yeah. Well, good luck, pal. Thank you, sir. You guys will need it. All right. Okay, poor Tampa Bay. You know, we usually don't sympathize with those poor bastards over there too much, but wow. Do you think we got problems here? Poor Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I mean, uh, Lightning, whatever, lightweight. Poor Tampa. Exactly. Open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. 
Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. So, you know, I'm out here from California, and I'm, I'm listening to yesterday, driving down 95, I take the 595, and before the split, five lanes in one direction. Yeah. The woman in front of me starts slowing down real fast. I'm going 65. She starts slowing down real fast? I mean, she's speeding up 30, real slow. Yeah. 30, like, and I'm hitting the brakes. Next thing, she swerves out of the way, and I'm facing uh -huh. a pickup truck going yeah. the wrong way at me. Uh-huh. I hit the brake, swerve, just missed this guy, and I look, and he's sitting there. The truck is still. He's sitting in the truck, staring straight ahead, going the wrong way. Yeah. Scared the living. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. Second thing. Well, welcome to Florida. Yeah. Second thing. Uh, I don't know. Anyone mentioned the uh, Lawrence Taylor sideline thing that Bimbo did at the uh, Pro Bowl game Sunday? No. Uh, probably not. Probably because nobody watched the Pro Bowl. Not uh, if they had a well, brain or a life. Fortunately, how I, could anybody watch the Pro Bowl? Well, you know, they, these, these are guys that never want to give up. And somebody should tell them. Guess what? The Super Bowl. It's all over after that point. Nobody cares anymore. But they just insist. They just got just one more game, please. Just one more. Well, check this out. After this little sideline with Taylor. Alan and Dan are going. Oh yeah, another guy. You know, I met him off the field. Bah, 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 and they asked Boomer. Hey, have you ever uh, ever met that guy? You ever he said, you know, I couldn't understand a word he was saying in that interview. Mm -hmm. So, and it was gibberish. Yeah. I mean, he was like still on the crack stuff. Too bad. Okay, thanks for the good news. And uh, like I said, welcome to Florida. So, what was he saying? Oh, that wasn't it. What the was he saying? Oh man, I'm just I'm uh, my fingers all over the place right now. I'm just having a little bit of a problem. Well, you know, it's old and stale. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Anybody inside a building somewhere going to talk to us today, huh? Anybody? No. Anybody can hear us? No. Inside a building? No. See, I shouldn't be doing that because uh, ninety nine percent of the calls we get are mo on mobiles. Now we'll scare the damn mobile people away. Do we want to do that? No. God forbid we should do that. Be out of business. So mind your own business, okay, punk, with your mobile crap. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I'm in a, uh, at my house, and I can even hear you in my class at college. Oh! Oh, my God. So, I mean, hey, I can hear you perfectly. Boy, what more could you want in life? Just a couple of quick things. I know you say there's fags in the church, and I believe you 100%. I went to uh, a Catholic high school in Hollywood, and it was run by the brothers, the Marianist brothers. Yeah. They're the biggest bunch of homos I've ever Catholic seen. Catholic church is the only place where the brothers and the sisters are the same people. Yeah, they're the biggest bunch of homos I've ever seen. Right. And uh, I know why the Macarena is so loud. There's no fact in, in the church. Yeah. You say there's uh, nobody alive in Sunrise. I believe you. I think they're trying to wake the dead. It ain't working, pal. Uh, if, you I, drove, if you ever drove in Sunrise Lakes, believe me, it's not working. There's nobody alive there. Yeah. Can I call somebody a douchebag? Yes. John Roberts, you're a douchebag. Okay, pal. Thank you. Uh, see, in Sunrise Lakes, where even the old people. Boy. Wow. You ever drive through there? There's that thing called Sunrise Lakes Boulevard. You know, oh, boy. Wow. Hey, our friend from California that called a couple of calls ago, now that we've indoctrinated and initiated you with South Florida driving, now really take your life in your hands. Start out right now. Drive over to Hallandale Beach Boulevard. Drive east over to the beach. Then turn around and go back once you're through all that construction in about three hours. And then go back over and then drive up north to uh, Sunrise. And try your luck at Sunrise Lakes Boulevard. Try your luck weaving your way through that uh, road there that goes through the whole complex. And if you survive that, call us tomorrow. Sunrise Lakes, the only state in America where dead people still have a driver's license and are still driving around. Yes. The worst. But, hey, there he goes again.
It's old and stale. See, it's not me that's old and stale. It's the population here that's old and stale. You can smell them 50 miles away. It's either the goddamn navel lint or the colostomy bags running over one or the other or both. I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, it's old and stale. You're right. No, seriously, when I drive around here and you look to your left and you look to your right, you're looking at the other people that are out there driving on the road. Because I look around and I think to myself, okay, how many of these people could possibly listen to my show? You know what I'm saying? How many of these people could I possibly be reaching? And I look around and I see so many bizarre, I mean, like of undetermined origin. I don't even know if I can put my finger on it, and I certainly wouldn't want to. I mean, I just uh, can't describe. Where do they come from? What are they? What is their story? Do they have a story? And then about every hundredth car, somebody, hey, Neil, you know, somebody give me the thumbs up or flip me the bird with something. Hey, great. And then the next 99 cars, again, it's that same and I keep wondering, where in God's name do all of these things come from? 21 till 1 at 560 WQAM. I want to bang you in the butt, honey. Oh, 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 right. Bills, cigars, and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Will you fudge back him? Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid whore. Uh-huh. And then Arkansas, the term cedar box, Means saw her naked. Stars reportedly to go in blind. Means so horny. Now Clinton, he was working hard late nights in the Overy office, working on a practical joke. He took a mac and noodle, put an exploding. Loading for Monica was blowing rings of smoke. Oh. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle every time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. <laughs> oh, people feel that Hillary's been made a fool of by her husband. Feel that Hillary was wronged. Up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. All right. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind, but a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. <laughs> oh, candy and dandy, yeah, Dutch master is faster, oh, yeah, 
you gotta do is take a temporillo and put it in a brill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, now the garment. Oh, yeah. 1246 at 560 WQAM. So, you know who we haven't heard uh, anything about in a long time? <laughs> Is she still on the air? Do we know? No. Do we have any idea? No. She is still on the air. Yes. But with the, you know, there's like, uh, I mean, Rick and Suds, like a guy before made a comment about Rick and Suds, which I would listen to them, but I don't want to hear Rick talking about the stock market, please. But uh, do we ever get any comment on? <laughs> no. She's been talking about cookies a lot lately. As in eating them also? Talking about fat people blowing up like a ball? Oh, and by the way, speaking of uh, over there, guess who's doing the news on the Rick and Sud show in the morning? One of your favorite people. John Ford? Yeah. I heard it. (laughs) (laughs) You lose, John. Goes from the morning show host to the morning news guy. Wow, nice going, Pete Bolger. Oh! He's got an he's got an ass for talent, that Pete, doesn't he? Here's Miami. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Sort of caught me by surprise. Uh, I called you last week. I told you it was my birthday. I was going to Outback, and I mentioned out who? I, I went to, I went to Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. And I uh, mentioned Chocolate Thunder from Down Under, and you made all those diarrhea sounds, which I thought, which I thought was really funny. But it yeah. wasn't funny when it went into practice. After finishing it, after 10 minutes after finishing the dessert, I uh, was on the road going to Aventura. Yeah. And uh, there was a Chocolate Thunder from Down Under. You better believe it. I was, Neil, I was dying. I was dying. And, yeah. and finally, you know. Well, I mean, I, did you actually uh, release it? Or are just no, oh, no, no, no. It was rumbling. It was oh. It was pushing and squeezing well, we to get had, out. Yeah, we've all had the rumbling, but only a very few select of oh, no. actually done the deed. Oh, no, not at right all. Right in the pantaloonies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, well, well no, I mean, seriously, when your options become limited, okay? I mean, it's, an, it's nature. It's something that we can't control. The Lord works in mysterious ways. When your options are, when you've run out of options, well, the, uh, there you go. Like the dentist said, open wide. Well, well, well not, not in the car. Well, well finally, I, I managed to find a bathroom. And yeah. uh, as I was sitting on the Fast spot, food joints. Thank God we got so many. That's the only thing we're good for is those tea rooms. Absolutely. And, and I was thinking, I was saying, I must have angered the Neil gods because he was exactly right. And now I know why they call it Chocolate Thunder from Down Under. Yeah. But being complete more, and I'd probably do it again because I'm a glutton for but punishment. But didn't you read what it says on the menu at the Outback under chocolate uh, thunder from down under? It says it'll make you sh. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the other, the other quick thing, Neil, is uh, the uh, the thing about the uh, swingers room. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of old people that 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 are ticked off for two reasons. Number one, you know, they don't. They're get not any. getting any. Yeah. Absolutely. And number two, they're completely. And I know this is. They're completely bored. And, and you know, it, it's not. Well, you can you can take boredom to such an extreme that you ruin other people's lives. Right. And when there's nothing to do. It's and like the woman I was telling this story about her dog behind me at the hockey game last night, and and again it was irritating because she was talking so yeah. loud, and the story wasn't all that exciting. But I do sympathize with her because she's evidently got a neighbor who's a yenta and looking to create a problem. I, I mean, it's it's a private club. They're not hurting anybody. You know, it's. Leave him alone. That's that's you know. It's just annoying. But hey, I, I won't. You, you've got to understand though. With old people down here, most of them have got nothing to do. Absolutely. So they take. I don't want to mention my mother, but they take little minute things Absolutely. and they magnify them into big crises and a big song and a dance. Oh, and I'm I'm losing sleep over this, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And and you narrow it down to such a minuscule thing. You, you have to occupy them. You have to let make them. I don't know. Get on the computer or something. Have them do some. Have them have them think they have some purpose in life. 
life because, because if they don't you watch start out. hearing these things from people like your mother, the more the terms nursing home start entering your mind real rapidly. You understand? <laughs> nursing home. I keep saying that to myself over and over again. Have a great day, <laughs> Thanks, pal. Buddy. And don't do it again. <laughs> have an open line. Doesn't that sound interesting? Nursing home, of course, some of them can be pretty expensive, but then there's probably some, you know, like real low rent district kinds that are real inexpensive. Kind of like, uh. <laughs> Where they abuse like, the people. Like the cuckoo's nest, yeah. Where the Jack Nicholsons of the world are like hanging out, Mr. McMurphy. Because, you know, all I have to do is hear one more time about that codicil to my will and about uh, my mother's condo that I bought for her and about how she's losing sleep at night and the itching and scratching because her nerves. See, if I had nothing going on in my life at all and I had all day and that, that was the worst, the, the most important thing I had on my mind, I'd feel like uh, life was great. If that was the most impressing matter on my mind is when am I going to get a sheet of paper that she knows is already done with anyway. But to use it as an excuse, it's creating something to occupy to make uh, something out of when there's not too much there. Nursing home. Okay, we have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Yo. Yes, sir. Okay, the guy called before about um about uh, he was trying to change his career or whatever, and you mentioned something about um, broadcasting schools. Are they really a scam, really, straight well, up? Most of them, yeah. Really? Okay. I think, in fact, they probably would take Geldy in a broadcasting school, so what does that tell you? <laughs> most of them are full of crap. <laughs> the 560 broadcasting Exactly. There you go. All right, that's all I had. Okay, oh, I call somebody a douchebag? Yes, sir. Okay. Kit Curry and his ex-wife on our screen, you're douchebags. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I still can't envision them doing it, you know? I mean, there's a lot of people who can't envision doing much of anything, but those two, I'm sorry. She just had uh, gigantic hooters from what he said, and a big shapely rectum, too, is what he told us. Open line of date one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. That's like that's why the Anglo guys like the uh, Cuban chicks, because they got a big shapely rectum. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. God. Two things. First of all, Sunrise Lakes. Yes. The problem is not that they can dry. The problem is that more of them than can dry it, Vote. Oi. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you want a problem. We need to go to districts in this county, and we need to diminish the influence of those cryptominium dwellers. How about that term nursing home, though, comes in handy again. It starts uh, popping into my head as soon as you mention Sunrise Lakes. I think of a big nursing home. Sounds better. It's true. Second of all, there's an article in the business section of today's paper you probably like. Yes. Heizenga offers academics some secrets of his success. Oi. And the uh, they've got a... They've got a quote they pulled out of it on the on the How to rip page. off the public without even really trying hard? Focus on firm, hire good people, entrepreneur says. Uh -huh. All I want to know is... That, does it have the long list of all the Jews that work for Wayne, by the way? And... <laughs> what I want to know is, what euphemism for enforcement did he use? I mean, what do you call a torpedo in, in, in a modern corporation? Yeah. So, you know, you got to have people persuaded to buy your product. Okay, have a great day, pal. You're getting a little bit a little bit too uh, emotional about it. We have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile line. You're getting all antsy about Joe Costello. I can see that. He'll be here. He called. He called. What's wrong with you? I mean, got to be here at 130. What do you want? To come in here a quarter of and hold your hand for 45 minutes? Now you're like my mother again. Nursing home for Cuban uh, producers. That sounds nice. Yeah. Happy pills. Yeah. That'll put you to sleep for a long time. Kind of like the shots that Holly's getting there on Guiding Light. Oh, here's another shot. Of course, she got out. Everybody always gets out. Then they're lurking, you know. Everybody's lurking out there. All the evil people are lurking. Alan Spaulding is lurking. How's Hart doing, by the way? Did, did he, like, uh, make a comeback? 
I must have missed that. The only show in America. Oh, look who we got here. Speaking of making a comeback, happy Purim. <laughs> That's why I called. Where have you been? Cockaloon. So, yeah, right here, sitting on my... Uh... Fanny, sitting on your fat fan. What's going on between your mother and you? What do you mean by that? With all the aches and pains and scratching and... What's... Maybe maybe it's sympathetic uh, scratching. She knows I have this rash, even though it doesn't itch, but maybe she's doing a lot of sympathy. She just got to have something to kvetch about. What's a Jewish mother without having something uh, to kvetch about? Well, thank God I'm too busy. Uh, well, good for you. So you should call my mother and tell her to get, uh, you know, well, give some me her, Give me her number. I'll call. She'd love talking to you. Yeah. I would like to call her. Happy Purim. Yeah, if, if yes. you tell her that. And you know, Passover is uh, March 31st, first yeah. Seder. Well, let's take one at a time, okay? Let's All right, deal with so, uh, first. so Purim, you got to get your uh, woman tossing. Happy Purim. Right. Yeah, thank you. I'm really distraught, by the way, that we haven't seen our good, close, personal friends from that uh, Pastry Lane bakery yet with our real, uh, the Emmets, uh -huh. the real woman Right, tossing. yeah. Don't ever eat those little hard ones. No, no. It's been very hard to get the large ones either. Yeah. And my nephew's coming Sunday from New York, but he's bringing bagels. Oh, but, my God. Yeah, brings a, he brings a whole bag, big one, large, starch bagels. They're terrific. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I'm doing all right, thank God. Everything's fine. Yeah. And, uh, and no up. complaints. I just hope they get the president and that other who's is off the air. Two more, two more days, we'll be over this crap. Then we can come up with something new, you know? We can come yeah. up with the uh, Tony and Martin trial or something new and exciting. Uh -huh. So you're going to the doctor again now? I'm going in half an hour. I'm going to get in my car. Yeah. I'm going to go out up there. I'm going to tell him, look, do something, God uh, damn it. <laughs> what, what was I going to do? What was I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what was I gonna do? Well, all I can say is thanks for calling. <laughs> oh, she said, "Don't take any bull from him," but she didn't say she said it. The other guy was trying to take one, and she said it. Happy Purim, sweetheart. Don't do it again. Oh, that was choice. 1257 at 560 QA. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. It's National Baked Bean Month. And we're asking, what do you like about baked beans? They taste great. They're nutritious. They make me fart a lot. Baked beans. They're delicious, nutritious, and they make you fart a lot. Yeah, I serve baked beans at all my parties because nothing breaks the ice like breaking wind. I'm going to do a really big one here. Listen. I like to eat a whole mess of beans and then say the dog did it. <laughs> here it comes. Baked beans make bubbles in the bathtub. <laughs> Ready? Here, give me the microphone. Beans make us fart. Yay! Lots of baked beans during National Baked Bean Month. Oh, it's going to be big. This message brought to you by the National Baked Bean Council. Oh, false alarm. Okay, it's uh, 102 at 560 WQM. Boy, we got. I'm going to start doing this every day. I think you want to do 132 every day, and it'll be like 1 to 2, and then like 1132 for the same pay, of course. We have an open line at day 2 at Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I uh, heard a couple of people today say they can't pick up your station inside their buildings. Correct. Work. I came across a, a device in a communications radio catalog that's a retransmitter for under $45. You put it near a window with your AM radio that will pick up your station. It retransmits it in FM within a 150-foot radius. 
anybody in the building can then pick it up on their FM radio, even a little portable radio. On their FM radio? Well, where, where does it pop up? I don't understand. It, pops, it, it plugs into the earphone jack of an AM radio, like a GE Super Radio. Yeah. You put by the window. Mm-hmm. Then it retransmits, takes that signal and retransmits it on FM to a blank spot on the dial where you select it. Huh. That it transmits it all over the building to a 150-foot radius, and anybody can pick it up. How about that? And it's uh, less than 45 bucks. It's a sea crane company. I could give you their number or send you a catalog. You yeah, can well, look why it over. send that to me? It'd be great. Okay, I'll do that because you get a lot more listeners that way. Great. We'll do it. Hang on, Jordan. You got the address? Yeah, I got it right here. I got the catalog in my hand. But do you have the, our address? Uh, no, that's what I need. Okay, hang on, Jordan. Right. I'll give it to you. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay, take care of him. We might actually get one or two more listeners, although I doubt it. Two open lines in uh, Broward, one in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I listen to your show because I, I ride around a lot in the car. I, I do uh, sales for my firm. And, you know, the reason if I was in the office I wouldn't be able to call in is because, you know, I'd have other calls or things to do. So I think a lot the guy was asking why are they all cellulars. You know, when you've got to wait 45 minutes, you know, you kind of have to, you know, I'm a captive audience, and I select listening to you. I tried listening to Dr. Laura sometimes, but she just screws too many people up, and, you know, it's not worth listening to. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I, I, you know, you can only carry so many CDs in the car, and after a while, you like adult conversation and, and you know, smart talk and whatnot. So I listen to you, and occasionally I listen to the guys preceding you. Uh, n- not so much because I normally don't get out of the office at that time. But I think that's why a lot of the calls are, are mobile. I don't think it really has to do with the reception because I listen to your station when I'm in the office. It's just I, I, you know, unfortunately have other tasks to do. But I wanted to tell you about this billboard I just saw in Hialeah. Yeah. It said, um, and I'm paraphrasing it because I didn't write it down, but it says something like, with ticket prices up, crowd noise should go down. Can you feel it? I mean, something like the kind the a parody on the Can You Feel the Heat ad. Mm-hmm. So... You might find that interesting in your comments on the, on the NBA season. Okay, and have a great life. All righty, Neil. See you. What do you say? Okay, one call left on the board. That's not going to last till one thirty, is it? Is that no? That's not going to do it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Let's go. Let's get on a goddamn switch here. Okay, there are all these important things going on. The Senate chaplain is doing a prayer now. Fire to do. Get him off this ridiculous nonsense. And he goes on and on and on. And Jesus' name and Baruch HaTad and not all this silly old crap. The Senate chaplain, he's hawking to China. The bad thing that happened was that guy, you see that guy, the, as the pedestrian got killed, the uh, whatever they call him, the clerk that used to read the role, Senator By, Senator By, I. He was great. Everybody knew his, uh, yeah, he was great. Even people who are totally politically illiterate knew that guy's voice. Senator Kennedy, Senator Kennedy. <laughs> You know, and he uh, got he and his wife crossing the street on Sunday, and all of a sudden, oi, dead. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Nels. Yes, sir. The guy said he listened to Dr. Laura. What's the matter with that guy? Anyways. Maybe he's a masochist. Maybe he likes hearing some uh, nasty bitch chew men out. Listen, Neil, uh, if you will, I wanted to kind of do a little Godfather talk here. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, how, how good is your Italian? Because there's this one scene, like, you know, in uh, Godfather 1, the... Uh, the big wedding scene in the beginning, yeah, where the uh, you know the old they're singing like that traditional Italian Something song. Dirty, yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, something really dirty. Yeah, you know, I was watching that the other day. You, you know, know by the hand gestures that it's something really dirty. Yeah, it looked like he was dipping into something. Yeah, there. right. Um, man, that movie's really. You know, it was really great in that movie. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. Yeah. He plays the uh, the movie the movie guy. 
What's his name? The, uh, like a big producer, a director? Jack, Jack Walsh. Collins? Jack Walsh. Yeah, Jack Walsh. That guy is so hilarious. I had forgotten. Like, you know, a few parts in the movie, he's so great. Like, there's one part I want to kind of play for you and maybe, uh, might want to consider having in the car because I think it's great. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Creek, Paul, Goombard come out of the woodwork. I'm German Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my cross mixed friend. How great is that? Outstanding. That's the best. All right, Uncle Neil. Have a great day. I'll see you in Horsehead, New York, by the way. We're going to be doing our show remote from there. If you don't know no Godfather, baby, you got a lot in common with Frankie Pentangeli, whose brother happened to stop in for the weekend. We have an open line at Broward to a day. Five, six, seven ads between the brothers. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. Because a man in my position can't afford to be made to look. Here's uh, Oakland Park. Hello. No, what? You didn't press the button. I put my finger on it. How about on the button? Oakland Park. Hello. Neil. I've got a weak finger today. Yes, sir. Here it is. The reason that you think everybody is on mobiles. You ready for this? Yes. Because when you call, George makes it sound like that if you're on a mobile, you're going to get through quicker. He it's does? Total, yes, because he says... Why is that? We're paying for it on mobile. I know, but the thing is, the phones go dead when you're on it a does. mobile. Right? What do you mean by that? Well, if you're on a mobile for a long time on hold, your your battery's going to go dead if you don't have a real good situation. It is? Of course. Well, how come how come you don't have I'm a mobile? I'm on hold a lot of times. How come you don't put your cell phone and plug it into the cigar? How come you don't have one of those adapters? It'll never go cigar. dead. Cigar? Huh? You can plug your cell phone into a cigar. Into a cigar lighter, into the cigarette lighter. Oh, okay. Plug yourself into a cigar. Like Monica, plug your Rectum. cigar. That's it. Get with it, pal. He doesn't get it. He's not putting his cigar in Monica's uh, in Uranus. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward. Would you make a cell call from your uh, car without having a thing plugged in with the adapter? No, the adapter's in the glove box. Right. If the battery's weak, plug it in. Even if the battery's not weak, I mean, at least that way you know you're not going to get to call us, interrupt us. Don't you think, Mike, if you can afford, a, even a schlepper like you, if you can afford a cell phone, you can afford an adapter that sticks the uh, cigar in your Rectum. In the, uh, phone jacket or your uh, lighter thing. Just stick it in the socket, man, in the phone, too. They're a little slow. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Do you like chili? Really hot chili? Then you should try O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili. That's right, O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili is so hot it's guaranteed to burn the roof of your f***ing mouth or your money back. Made from the hottest jalapenos, spices, and peppers. After just one bite, you'll say, wow, that's the hottest f***ing chili I've ever tasted. That's O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili. From the makers of goddamn good chowder and ass kicking soup. Pick some up at your f***ing grocer today. Remember, if it's not O'Malley's, it's not that f***ing hot. 114 at 560 WQM. So anyway, if you got your TV on and you're watching CNN and you got the sound down like I do, don't get sucked in here, okay, because they need 67 votes. This is their, they're voting now on whether to open the deliberations or not. They need 67 votes going aye. They need the <laughs> 67 times. And are they going to get it? No. In fact, it's interesting, 25 yes and 21 no so far. Uh, 19 Democrats are voting yes. and only one no. no. But Republicans, seven are voting yes. and 21, 22, 21. No. Okay. So for some strange reason, the Republicans don't want to open the deliberations, but the Democrats do. I just mentioned that in passing. I'm Like I told the guy before, I'm delighted that they're not going to do it because this will shorten it up in a hurry. They'll be real brief and get to the point because they won't be able to posture to the uh, TV viewing public. 
But nevertheless, it does strike me as very peculiar that the Republicans are voting almost all of them, no. and the Democrats are voting. Yes. Let's open it up and uh, let the people hear what we got to say. 3222, very soon they'll have the 30 or 4 necessary to make sure that no. it don't pass. Here's a lady mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi there, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Great. First time, long time. Okay. Um... Okay, great. Well, we'll give her the uh, number for the, uh, the, uh, what would TV, t- thanks for calling, lady, and they can say to each other all day, huh? Wow. Great. Thank you, sweetheart. Thanks for sharing that with us. Two open lines a day, two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Thank you so much. Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I, uh, a lot of these Republicans said that if uh, Clinton was in, in the military that he'd be uh, court-martialed for uh, adultery, right? Yeah. But I served in the military, and I'm telling you that, like, 90% of the people cheated, cheated on their wives or husbands when we went overseas, like mm-hmm. Philippines and stuff like of that. Of course. I mean, it's ridiculous. There were a lot of guys doing each other on a ship, too, in the uh, Naval. Uh, I don't know about that. They were that. doing each other in the Naval, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right on. All right, bye. Okay. <laughs> he started out very enthusiastic, and then by the time we got to the uh, end of the, of the call, it was uh, like kind of a different, uh, he was singing a different tune. They're doing it, baby, okay? They're doing it. I hate to break the news to you, okay? There's different meanings for the, uh, the that expression, naval attack. I know that comes as a great shock to all you macho military guys out there. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Because anybody with a brain knows that there's, there's no facts in the- military. We know that. One call left on the board for 13 minutes here. That's not going to fly, is it? No. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T line. See, they won't call me and talk about that swinging thing because they know you're going to talk about it now. Just like this last guy, they don't want to talk to some fag about the heterosexual couples uh, doing each other. Yeah, what do you know? Uh, a lot. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, first time caller, long time carpet muncher. How's yes, it going? Sir. Okay. Neil. Yeah. You're my hero, man. Yeah. You're my dreams. I had a dream with you in it, man. Uh huh. You were touching me. Yeah. That was yeah, a dream. Yeah, the private part. Uh huh. That was a nightmare for me. Yeah. And you've never seen me before. How can you know that's a nightmare? Okay, let's go to a, a mobile in uh, Hialeah. Sounds like swishful thinking to me, sir. Mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, two things. Um. George doesn't make it sound like uh, you're going to get on quick with a mobile. I'm on a mobile on my dime. I don't have uh, the uh, the freebie connection. Yeah. And secondly, uh, well, anybody that's on a mobile on their dime should be pushed to the top of the list, shouldn't they, George? What? If they're on a mobile well, they, on their they dime, they all lie and say they're on their own dime. Oh, like I said, don't, we don't you, believe you. Yeah, you don't have a line that designates what, where it's coming in on uh, the freebie no, or not. No. We, hey, listen, we're lucky we even got a phone here, okay? I mean, seriously, uh, this company is so goddamn cheap. We're lucky we even got a phone that works some days. The, sec- the second thing is, um, I, I did get through quick, but um, well, I used to call at work when I was in the office. Uh, when you had a you know, board full of calls, I could only sit by the phone on hold for so long before I'd get uh, sidetracked or have to do something else right. or, or take another call. Uh, you know, what's the average wait on a, on a phone call? I'm sure you have a number there, like, what, 15, 20 not, minutes? Not a lot today. In fact, let's see, you waited, uh, what does that say? I waited seconds. about 30 seconds. 11 seconds. Yeah, not even that. How do you like that? It's well, like, I heard no you waiting say, Tuesday. Yeah, I heard you say one call on the board, mm-hmm. so I figured it was my chance to get my two cents in. But that's uh, that's what's up with work. Okay, and thanks for your two cents. Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. He gave us his two cents. By the way, they're not going to open the deliberations. It's 58 yes and 39 no. 58 yes. and 39 no. And that means uh, they, once they got to 34, I mean, they couldn't get the two-thirds. So.
So if you can't have two turds, I mean, why open it up? They're not going to open deliberations. They're going to do it behind closed doors because everybody with a brain knows that that's... That's the American fucking way. That's right, behind closed doors because the, many of them are too embarrassed. It's interesting. The ones that are voting no, the 40 Republicans and the one Democrat who voted... No. Or, uh, you know, they want to do it behind closed doors because they're too goddamn embarrassed to go uh, public and uh, tell us what they think. I guess they can read those poll numbers, too, huh? Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Neil, how you doing? Great. I'm reading that book, Pros and Cons. I wanted to ask you... Oh, I'm not asking. I wanted to mention something to you. Tony Martin isn't in there yet. <laughs> Part two. You know the judge who said that she was ill and had to be replaced when she was going to sentence the wide receiver for Kansas City? Right. You know why she was fated ill? I, I heard that there was a cover-up about that. I learned. Um, Kansas City offered her a blank check. Yeah. And the judge that replaced her was the affiliate was a uh, was at one time the personal lawyer for the Kansas City organization. All right, great. I um, heard about that and I figured I'd fill you in. With she that probably news. went on to move uh, to work for the Olympic and uh, International and Olympic Committee for Utah. Right. Take it easy, buddy. And have a great day. Yeah, it's close by at the IOC. Open line and date one in Broward. That's what George is going to be talking about scandals in the IOC. Five six seven. What? What are you shaking your head about? Scandals with the Olympic Committee. Don't you understand? The men are women. The women are men. They're all on steroids. There are all these payoffs. And isn't it interesting now that there's all this alleged outrage about uh, Salt Lake City and those uh, crooked Mormons over there, that the, now it's coming to light in Toronto and other cities all over the world. This has been going on for years. They've been putting the squeeze on these guys. They want their hookers. They want their payoffs. They want their meals. They want their booze. They want to, you know, you smear us, we'll smear your back. Because that's the way the uh, corrupt world that we live in operates. I hate to break the news to you, Virginia. There is no Santa Claus. There is no God. But, yes, there's a lot of corruption out there, a lot of schmearing going on. They're schmearing it. Here's uh, Lauderhill. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I've been listening to you for 22 years. Listen, don't let the doctors go near you. Let me tell you what happened to me. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay on the other side of the room, and I'll just talk. And let me tell you something. I, I called you about two weeks ago. I still have ice on my testicles. I went over there. You still there have the what? Doctor. Yeah, on my testicles. I'm yeah. carrying ice around. You have ice on your testicles? Yeah, because they gave me 10 stitches. They said I had something there, and they took it out. But before that, they told me I had a hernia. I had a hernia operation. They took that out. I had the same pain. Now I go up to this doctor. And he's tell They did the operation on my testicles, put the ice on it. Now they're sending me for CAT scans, and now they're sending me for the, what's that other thing, a bone scan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's right. These, they are a bunch of assholes, yeah. man. Don't let them go near you, man. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Wow, did he say he's got ice on his nuts? Is that is that what he said? Uh-huh. Open line in Broward, 5670560. Pound, uh, wasn't that a Joey Reynolds song, Ice in My Nuts? Oh, Rats in My Room. Here's the mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Uh, screw Congress. Bring back little Tommy Dunenberg. <laughs> you know something? He's still world's biggest asshole. Oh, right. Tom Dunenberg. Tom Denenberg. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Oh, you should have heard, by the way, uh, Henry from uh, IOD tell me last night the stories about Fat Boy and the stuff that he pulled over there and why they were so anxious to get him out of there. And he thinks that, uh, what's the guy, Andy? Andy Scourge, one of the uh, 20 sales managers they got over there at the Queer Channel. He thinks that uh, he was desperate to get him out of there at any under any circumstances. And so they played a little bit of a trick on us, boys <laughs> and girls. Yeah. They said, hey, uh, screw in. How would you like to screw up your sales department? Here's a real great guy, huh? Real tons of fun. As long as I live, I'll never forget the day that he came waddling through that door. Oh, man.
It felt like a goddamn earthquake. You could feel, feel the earth move under your meat. Where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. My vagina really gets my panties in a lot. George, George, Jorge Rodriguez, big producer guy. He's uncircumcised. George, George, Jorge Rodriguez, cryptic son of a bitch. Don't give him no sh**. Take the boss like me, he's got a great deal. Three moves and a brand new set of wheels. If you got the ball to give him a call, just remember that he won't take your crap. He's George, George, Jorge Rodriguez, clean as he can be. You won't find no cheese. Don't give him no... QAM, what do you want? George, George, Jorge Rodriguez, cryptic son of a bitch. 128 on 560 WQAM. I didn't want to play that. He loaded that in there. I had other things I wanted to do, like the speed racer thing that we never got a chance to get to. When the hell was that? I don't even remember. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I found this speed racer thing uh, by the Alpha team that I found one of these CDs that they were going to throw out out here. Some radio station somewhere had to play that, so we'll play that after the next break. It's more appropriate today. It is more appropriate today because I want to talk about this uh, the swing bus thing. All day long, people off the air were calling up, uh, telling me stories off the air about this, uh, that people who were there at the time, people who had been there, who had frequented uh, this place, trapeze. Did you see any of it on the news? Yes, I did. Very plush. Very Fantastic. nice. With the, beautiful the dance floor. Ferns and the, yeah, beautiful dance floor, lights plants, everything very plush, and uh, I had occasion to go to uh, a, one place, and I was going to talk to the owner of the place that I visited on a couple of occasions, once when we were over at uh, IOD, because when they had the sex talk show going on over there with Aaron Summers, they used to go, the, the producer would hook up radio station employees, and, and they would all go, and I went on one of those occasions with all of the radio station people. We just observed. You know that a lot of people go there to observe, and, and that was us. And, uh, yes, I went with the wife, took the wife, uh, very, very up and up. We're not swingers uh, yet. I say that because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm rip-raring to go uh, because you know us men. You know, we're men. We want it. We want it all. Uh, she's a little bit sheepish. We're, I mean, I'm, I'm scary. I can talk brave. But while I'm there, the thought scares the hell out of me about taking my clothes off in front of a whole bunch of other people. The thought scares me. So obviously I wasn't drunk enough, and neither was she, because she kept saying, none of these guys here are good-looking enough. And I kept saying, have another drink, hon, and, and they'll, you know, they'll get better looking right away. So uh, we went again to this other place, and the reason I keep referring to this other place as another place is because I talked to the owner today. I was going to have him on the phone for this little uh, George half hour, talk to this owner of this other place where people go to have fun and he didn't want the place mentioned the name mentioned they're on the phone with lawyers all day long got everybody crap in their pants and people calling off the air all day long that didn't want to go on the air talking about how horrible this whole thing is uh crapping their pants they don't want their voices heard because now all of a sudden it's illegal and nobody knew that it was illegal except apparently it's not illegal did you see you saw the report on the news and the guy, they were talking to the guy from BSO. BSO must be very bored lately. I must explain that ticket that I got yesterday. Thank you very much. The guy was very nice. He uh, got me in and out very quickly. He gave me my ticket really fast. He must have noticed that I was in a hurry, so he gave me the ticket really fast. No must, no, no fuss. 
I'll be calling the ticket defense team right after the show. I ignore those people. These people were on hold waiting to talk to Neil, right? All but line four. All but line four? Oh, I just hung up on them. Are you still there on line four? Hey, George, how are you? Hey, hold on. So I'll talk to that person. Everybody else, uh, they wanted to talk to Neil about God knows what. I wanted to reset, especially that guy from Naples. I'm sure he was a crank. So all these people calling off the air, the owner doesn't want his name on the air. They don't want the name of the place on the air while they're talking to the lawyers. Oh, I, I distracted myself. The cop that they were talking to on the news was saying, and, and I'm quoting this, well, there's a statute on the books that says that it's against the law for people to have sex in front of other people. That's what he said. I'm quoting almost exactly. I'm pretty sure I don't know who this bozo was. Have you ever heard of such a thing in your life? Now, they do have the sodomy laws that are still on the book, so I'm thinking maybe it's one of those old archaic things, but I can't imagine these old colonist types, these uh, these old codgers actually sitting down there and, and writing, you know, sodomy, that's a word, it's in the Bible, we all know it, blah, 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 sodomy, all right, we'll just make that against the law. But to actually write a law that says you can't have sex in front of other people. And this, of course, is private property, and for those of you people who have never visited, uh, they, they charge you to get in. They charge you, not me, when you're, you know, big radio star or associated with one. Uh, they want you in there so you'll talk about them on the air, which I was going to do, but they don't want their name mentioned. They, they not only do they charge you yearly dues, but they charge you like 75 bucks a month. At least that's what they said on the news for this one place in particular. 75 bucks to get in that night for the couple. So it's not schleppers going in there. They have nice cars, valet parking, the place that we went to. And the last time we went, we were guests of uh, Fat Al Goldstein. And, of course, you know, being fun-loving, adventurous people. And, uh, and interesting things happen there. You would have loved it. We're going to get a station group to go to this place in question that I can't talk about, but the hat. No, I don't want to go with The souvenir hat is hanging on the wall. No, no, the, the, the nice people, the cool people. We'll get some cool people going because when the other the station. locker room upstairs. You, you don't get what I'm talking about. They're not all men upstairs or downstairs, for that matter. Nevertheless, groups of uh, station people would go there from the other place, the, uh, the wonderful aisle, and the producers, we had a producer that was ugly as sin, and he accomplished something there. He was just sitting in the hot tub minding his own business, and he encountered a suckerfish or a catfish. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you want to call it. He was just sitting there minding his own business, and he got bit under the water or something like that. That was the story. And this guy's but ugly. This guy was but ugly, uh, no longer employed there or anything like that. So – and by the way, for the swingers out there that are thinking, oh, these guys are coming without dates, I always brought woman. I always brought a woman or, or more than one with me. We had a great group that went to the place the one time, and all we did was dance. We danced, we drank, and we even had management there, and no one I want to name. So it was a great time. These, are, uh, these were fun, nice people. Nobody's touching you. Nobody's uh, making you feel uncomfortable. Nobody's coming up and putting their hands on you. Nothing like that. We were just all drinking, dancing, having a good time, and occasionally, you know, uh, a couple or a group would take off out of the dance floor room and go off into the other back room, and, and, and that's it. Big deal. Big deal. And now all of a sudden it's against the law, and all these people are crapping their pants. The people are coming out of the club covering their faces up. People don't want to come on the air. The owner doesn't even want the name of his place mentioned. They're pulling all the advertisement because, because uh, apparently they're very miserable people. 
out there. That's the only thing that I can come up with that can explain it. And miserable people enjoy making other people miserable. Instead of trying to find something fun to do in their life, have you ever noticed how happy people, they really don't, don't F with anybody at all? Have I got this thing loaded up? I keep forgetting. Nice people, fun people, people who are having fun times in their life, people who are happy don't f*** with people, generally speaking. It's the unhappy people, the people that can't seem to accomplish becoming happy in their lives that have to find a way to f*** with other people and ruin other people's good times. So I don't know where this whole thing got started except to say that uh, BSO must be really, really bored lately. I didn't know that they did speed traps. I thought that was the highway patrol and the city cops, and that's what I ran into yesterday was a speed trap. Boca, hello. Yeah, George, you're a douchebag. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, no New Yorkers today, by the way. That guy wasn't, but I knew that that was going to be a, a crank. That's the rule? Yeah. No you, you know, uh, I, and I might do the no Julio thing also. After the first, you know, faggot Julio calls up, I might do that also. But I'm just having a problem lately with people who can't say their R's. Call, keep me up to date. Call it a, a, a prejudice thing. Yeah, today, if you can't say your R's, if you talk like Barbara Walters, you can't go on the air. Sorry, I put you on hold earlier. Hey, how are you? All right. Listen, you know, I, I was stationed uh, through the, in the Army in other countries. Right. And other countries, they live a very freestyle lifestyle, but their crime... Yeah, is, we're, we're freeder than, like, Saudi Arabia. We have more freedoms than, than well, you know, Iraq. I, I personally was stationed in Korea, okay? Uh -huh. And oh, when, well. when you go off post to Korea, when you were off post and you were in Seoul and other, you know, in the other little cities, we used to go in these little bars and... They never bothered you. Nobody bothered you. But if you met someone and you wanted to go to a back room with a bunch of people, then you know something, you could just go. And you didn't have to worry about FBI's coming and raiding you or anything to that nature. I mean, if you're stupid enough not to, not to have safe sex or safe however you were doing or what you were doing, then it's your business. Right. But, but in this country, you have to even watch what bar you go to because you don't know what, where you're going to get raided. Oh, yeah. I can only I'm, imagine. You know, one time by accident, we went to a lesbian bar. We didn't know. We were just we were just driving around some friends and, you know, wanted to stop and get a drink. And here was this place, looked nice on the outside, walked in there. Uh, you know, you're yeah. it's dark. Your eyes don't adjust to the light right away. You're, right. You're, you just got your first drink, and you wonder why are all these women – Giving me dirty looks. But my point is, this is this is the thing I'm worried about: is why are we worried about what cruise ship goes out and how much money people are gambling? Why are we worried about who's what bars people are going to? Why don't we worry about people that are getting stabbed on the street on South Beach just having dinner? Why don't we worry about things like that and 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 worried about if you're going 70 and then 65 and speed trap people? Right. It's just the problem is 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 the government. And especially this city and county, all they're worried about is how much money they can generate through tickets. And yeah. I'm so I'm so tired of it. You can't you can't even go out your street corner with a cop not waiting for you to speed. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I speed all around the place, but you know something? Maybe I'm in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Germany on the okay. Autobahn. All right. Yeah. All right, but thank you, sir. I'll, that's all I can say is uh, miserable people wanting to make other people miserable. Here's an idea. If you're miserable, why don't you do something to try to make yourself happy instead of trying to bring other people down to your miserable level? Why don't you go out and have some fun? Go to the beach. Go to a movie. Go see a show. Isn't this the you know the entertainment capital of the world or something? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. 22 till 2 on QAM. The uncut wonder boy of the airwaves, George God. Ah, oh, Jesus. Are you f***ing kidding me?
squirt, squirt. Oh! Fifteen till two on five sixty WQAM. So I'd like to know what radio station was playing that because I cut it off of one of those hit CDs that they send to all the stations. Uh, a lot of hits on one CD, at least that's what they want to accomplish. Uh, so I can start listening to that radio station, but because I, I never heard that before. But and I'm and Joe and I said the same thing. We could have done that. We could have thought of that, but we didn't. That's why we're schmuck producer boys. Uh, so nobody. Oh, if I don't get any calls, by the way, we have some mono. I'm featuring mono. We have mono today for the audience. Uh, ever heard of these people? Mono? Oh, that's Fluffy Clouds. That's later. It's sl- it's starting really slow. It's like, uh, like Portishead. Do you like Portishead? I don't know what Portishead is. Oh, dude, you gotta listen to more KPM. Or VUS. Portishead. Mysterian. Mysteron. It's like, I don't know, it's like 40-ish sounding electronics. The best that I can do to describe it. We'll play more mono later if we don't get any calls talking about uh, why are people so goddamn miserable. So the swinging thing, uh, yeah, I'm a swinger wannabe. I, I liken myself to the guy, uh, you know, walking around the swimming pool, sticking his toe in, going, ooh, it's cold. But in the meantime, the pool's full of people splashing around, having a really, really good time, apparently. And you want to you wanna have that kind of fun, too. But basically, we're, we're cowardly. Uh, the wife and I very cowardly. And also, we've kind of let ourselves go over the years. But we're in training. Got that home gym that Joe Castella was using when he was over at my house the other day. I like that home gym. you got to turn around here and talk to me. Ignore these people. Great. It's gym. a great home gym. Took me hours to put it together, and we're using it. It's no disco. We're in though. training. It's no disco. I wanted a disco for the living room, but we have a home gym, and we're using it because uh, we let ourselves go over the years. And I have no idea why we let ourselves go over the years, but... But nevertheless, we did uh, put on a couple pounds and uh, got soft. So we're in training. I'm getting my nerve up. See, right now we're just like every other couple in the world where we just, you know, screw around and then lie. You know, we want to take it to the next level because we don't have any of these kind of moral hang-ups that the church-going crowd has. So maybe some people have some tips about how to get the wife uh, uh, going a little bit faster, except to possibly give her more booze, which is the only thing I can come up with. Miami, hello. Hey, how you doing, George? All right. Hey, speaking of speed traps, uh, a couple of years ago, I was in a speed trap coming home. I lived down a long stretch, and uh, a guy got me. He was a Metro date officer. You're talking about BSL. Mm-hmm. And he pulls me over, and I'm sitting there getting a ticket. And I look at him, and I say, hey, you live down the street from me, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't say nothing. Turns out the guy lives down the street from us. And the thing is that everybody speeds down this long stretch of road. It's like a mile and a half road to get to where I live. Right. But the speed limit is like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, that was my uh Yeah, so you, it's 5 o'clock, you're coming home, and you don't want to sit That's on That's exactly the... what was going on yesterday. It was one of these shortcuts. It was a through street. Everybody flies, you know, going 50 down this road, but it's 30. You know, this guy is our neighbor. I mean, he lives around us, and he's giving out tickets to his neighbors. So you think it's a vendetta? I don't know. I mean, okay. I talk to guys I live around, and I'm like, you know, what's up? And he's like, yeah, you know, my sister got one, you know, my father got one. And I'm flipping out about it. Also, a couple, not a month ago, a couple of weeks ago, I got I got one in Broward, but the cop is pretty nice. It was a it was a Pines officer. Uh, mm-hmm. I told him I didn't have my license, and he goes, well, they're very nice what. in the Pines when they give you tickets. Yes, well, he just gave that. me a ticket for no license. It was five bucks, and I got rid of it. Can I call somebody a douchebag, please? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened to him? I was just a little bit, uh, a little bit itchy. 
I don't know why. By the way, thank you to the sub-center, Chuck, and Nisi. I want to say hello to Nisi because she doesn't get talked about enough. At least that's what she keeps telling me, that Neil doesn't say enough nice things about her because she makes all of our food. She's the one that actually physically makes our food with the rubber gloves. Not to worry about it. She's cute. She's a cutie. She's a cutie. As a matter of fact, she's on my uh, uh, extramarital affair list. Maybe Nisi could come with us. Okay. uh, Okay. We'll put her on the list. We'll invite her when we do this thing. When we when we do the uh, the the week and a day show, when we whore the show properly, make a shopping list, okay? We're gonna whore the show out because these people don't care. They don't know what's going on on the air, and they don't care. I mean, and and if you look at the log, and and you know because you look at logs and you help grind these spots up, there's so many trades on this log, and we have no idea why. And we could go into it, which ones are trade, but there are things on here. That that we don't know why they're 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 trade. You look at them, you and and you have no idea why all of these things are on the log and who is getting whatever it is that the station is getting for these things. You know, trapeze is on there. Post trade. Hotel. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I had no idea that place was so nice on the inside. I don't want to spend all day talking about them. I wanted to talk to, about our friends with the hat. See the hat hanging up behind you. That's where we're gonna go. Because they're very nice people to us there, but we can't mention their name. They're all scared to death. They're taking giant craps in their pants. Mobile in Miami, hello. Hi, George. A um, couple of things. Uh, first of all, that fellow that you're trying to think of a BSO, his last name is Moore, and I want to say Walter is his first name, but he is the director of something I'd never heard of before, Strategic Investigation Division. That, that's the guy that I saw on TV? Uh, yeah, with a mustache. Doing double talk, talking yeah. about a law that doesn't exist? In their, in their news release, they said that they were acting on a complaint. Yeah, that's now, very that's funny. About, that's about a mile, not even a mile. mile now, now here, here's a funny thing. That's, a, that's, a, that's hysterical because we had people calling off the air that didn't want to talk that said that these undercover cops came in in plain clothes, looked around, made note of who was having sex, came back, left, came back later with right. the, uh, the SWAT team with the masks. Yeah. Can you, I mean, talk about intimidation. How would you like to be naked doing something? Here comes a guy with a ski mask, uh, you know, to bust your ass for, uh, for having sex. So... My understanding of the law is when people make complaints about these things, the cop in question can't be the person making the complaint. Yeah, well, the, the circumstance, if it's complaints, that's in a little strip mall. There is a saloon that's British-owned uh-huh. and uh, a couple of little businesses in there. That parking lot that's open, uh, you know, when the place opens, I think, at 8 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. it's mobbed. But who's going to complain? The guys in the saloon, they don't care. Right. So I'm kind of curious about it, and there's no residential area around that. You know what? They could build a place like this right next door to me. The one that we visited, they had the valet parking. All the cars were nice. It wasn't like, uh, you know, like there was prostitution. I mean, think about how ridiculous it is, prostitution going on outside or around this place. Well, it's not prostitution. I know, but, I mean, whores would starve outside of a swing club. There's free sex going on inside. Why would you have prostitution outside of it? Well, I also suspect that one of the reasons that the SWAT team had their faces cut was that judging from those who were arrested, some of those folks might be patrons. Well, there were there were a couple of police officers and other police. Uh, uh, I was a Fort Lauderdale cop. His wife, right. who was an Oakland Park police right. civilian employee and a BSO right. uh, corrections. Minding their own business, having a good time. Well, they only got 24, and this one, the other one that got popped uh, earlier in the month was 31 people, and oh. they planned more. Okay. There you are. Thank you, sir. Adios. Okay. 8 till 2, 560 WQAM. 